You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy. I go by Black Downtown on Twitter. I got some AKAs. I don't feel like doing that shit. We got a lot to cover. And I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hello, everybody. You know who it is. It's Candace. You can find me on all social media. It's not so new at PC. And uh, Beyonce is back to take over the show. No, not all that. <laughs> not too much. Listen, this is a coalition, okay? This this is Destiny's Fulfilled. Everybody got a role to play. <laughs> but it is I, Curtis the Men is back in the building. This is our 100th anniversary, not 100th anniversary, God, 100th <laughs> episode. And so it's only right that we have a very special I'm gonna be talking shit from the yeah. grave. <laughs> well, you're going to do that anyway because that's just how you eat. True enough. But to help us celebrate this monumentous occasion, we have Mama White Diamonds officially as a guest on the show, y'all. Yay! She hype. She <laughs> is. She's been cutting up in the pregame and everything. Hi. Yep. Listen, White Diamonds do, in the house. When you do mommery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all so. just keep, yeah, just beware. Anything <laughs> might happen. Anything might be said. All right. Well, if they don't know, if they don't know by now, then they don't need to be listening to this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to say, you think you, you think you be cutting up your shit light work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't the thing. Oh no, you are, but we way worse. Oh, great. I need yeah. to take some lessons today. Okay. Hey. That's right. I don't know how I feel about this. Why not throw us under the bus? Like, okay. In order to show it. The master is not the student. She just saying. She mm. just saying. Well, she need to speak for just herself. Because <laughs> y'all got this year and I ain't huh? <laughs> Listen, but, them, uh, scrappy, them recap uh, episodes don't lie. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but... The trifecta of terrible is what it means. Well, fair. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked you for evidence, counselor, like that. <laughs> oh, my Listen, bad. I'm, I'm getting my Kendra on. Well, I'm, well, well, are you getting your Kendra on? Because I have questions, but we'll I'll, get there yeah. <laughs> before we do all of that, y'all. So in addition to this being our 100th anniversary, I keep saying it, 100th episode. This is also our two year anniversary episode. The official two year uh, anniversary was what? Uh, July 24th. July 24th. I don't know what day that was, but definitely this past week. So. We have been podcasting for two whole years, talking shit. I still can't believe, and I said this on the wind down with Candace last night, but I still can't believe after two years, like we still gonna get on here and talk as much shit as we do. Like you would think that the well would run dry at some point. Well, when we present with Bozo Rig, we can't help but talk shit. So, well, my mm-hmm. cup runneth over with pettiness. So, ain't that the truth? Woo, child. 
It's like never ending. Remember when Doctor Strange kept filling up uh, <laughs> Thor's beer mug? <laughs> that's, that's me and trash behavior. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that you stand in your truth. The, the Candace Chalice. Indeed. Yeah. So other things before we get into the mess. Uh, that poll, Jeremy said it last week, but I don't know. I'm like, were y'all trolling? And I know for sure some of y'all did not read the instructions and you voted based on what you see on Twitter, even though we asked y'all not to, which is fine. Jeremy won the poll. Um, if that's how y'all feel, that's how y'all feel. I don't think anybody on the show <laughs> agrees. And that's not to say that he ain't a piece of shit, okay? <laughs> Be not deceived in that. Mm. The jorts are strong with that one. <laughs> the jorts are strong. With, okay. But, right. For thou art blouse. <laughs> in a relish colored blouse. <laughs> But I don't know because I, I I listen to the compilation whenever I just want to relax and laugh and woo. Mm. And he had his moments. Cause let me tell you something. Matter of fact, I'm gonna save it because we're gonna get into it. Well, yeah, I feel like y'all was trolling, and that's fine. So we've decided since we're not sure about the result of that poll, we're actually going to reward ourselves with some things so allow us to do some awards because again two-year anniversary 100th episode we some wild cards and i mean we're gonna get to the shit talking you know that's just what we do but first we're gonna shit talk about each other so we got four awards that we're gonna go around the room and see what's what so the first one is funniest moment and i'll actually kick it off so my vote for the funniest moment and i did not vote for myself but candace and jeremy might have um, <laughs> my funniest moment was actually Candace when, when she really ramped up the racism. That door, door, door part. Oh yeah. Oh, oh come oh. on. Uh, let me tell you something, <laughs> friend. You what you did that? Let me tell you that no. shit is still funny. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that shit was so good. I thought candles were building the goddamn wall. Shit. Let I'm me like, tell you something. <laughs> Maga candles on this motherfucker. Okay, cool. All right. Like I said, look. I said, look at her hating tacos on here. <laughs> Make Black Ink Chicago great again. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, dead ass, no, for real. Yeah, <laughs> off the goddamn show. <laughs> I do have some honorable mentions though, and they actually it's all Candace. <laughs> Uh, my first honorable mention was um, when you said that your cousin took a picture with gum. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny for several reasons. Let me oh tell you something. God. That is like one of the only times in my life where I've actually screamed. <laughs> and I remember it vividly. Oh my God, that was so funny. Mm. Um, <laughs> and the other honorable moment, uh, honorable mention was uh, when you were talking about Rashida and you gave us the classic line of she need her face slap. <laughs> that shit definitely caught me off guard. <laughs> and it was the way she said it to little bitch need her face slap. <laughs> In fairness, she did not lie. In fairness. No, she did it, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> but after that long extended read, she 
punctuated it with she need her face lab. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So I'm gonna throw it to Jeremy. What was your vote for funniest moment? My vote for funniest moment was <clears throat> my dear friend Curtis and the and the tragic tale of that of that piece of bread on your wish, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. That was some fucking bullshit. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the tragic tale of bread will forever be funny to me because you got on story time. <laughs> the disrespect that they gave to your fucking windshield. Fred, I've never heard you that goddamn mad. <laughs> That was the that was the thickest piece of bread I've ever seen in my life, and it was soggy too, if I remember correctly. Yes, because it was raining. The double this. Oh my god! Get my blood pressure. <laughs> so that was my. Oh, that, that pissed me the fuck off. Girl, that shit was funny to me. That whole you know, I throw that whole day in the trash. <laughs> what a tragic day. Mm. Fuck mm -mm. you know. <laughs> 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 my listen, <laughs> my mother just showed me somebody real ugly on her Facebook. Stop <laughs> playing in my face if you're gonna be up here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Mad ugly. Damn. <laughs> Any <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> my train of thought. Ooh. Uh, my funniest pick, and I had to decide between leaving this for funniest or best dragging, but when Curtis dragged Raquel Shittich. <laughs> <laughs> the, the level of disgust and disdain in his voice when he <laughs> said what he had said because the disrespect she had delivered to us via Twitter, I will never forget it. So, can, can I <laughs> jump ahead? This that's, bitch eating shit. That's my vote for best dragon. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that drag because it was so sincere. Yes. Like, bitch. In my defense, because I didn't know who she, I've never heard of her until I saw that. My introduction to you is you admitting that you suck shit off of a dick. I had words. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it was a bad, that was a bad, that was, listen, that was one of the funniest moments ever because we typically try not to bring Twitter shit onto the show unless it has something to do with the shows we watch. But Curtis was so appalled, he had to get that off his chest. Like, I... Bitch, did you just... Okay, bitch, you going to jail. You need to go to jail. In the, in the words Curtis of Curtis... Was disgusted. In the words of Curtis, you was a nasty bitch. Oh my mm -hmm. God. I said a lot of offensive things. Well, in fairness, she deserved it because, mm -hmm. bitch, what? None of which I apologize for. Mm -hmm. So, Jeremy already gave his pick for shadiest moment. Candace, what's yours? Uh, no, that was Jeremy's pick for best dragon for shadiest moment. And I oh, know we were supposed to pick ourselves, but I unnecessarily <laughs> dragged the shit out of Ashley. For mm. existing, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I dragged the shit out of Don's wife for just waking up and taking a breath that day, and like, and she was not the focal point of nothing. And I just found myself saying, "Bitch, you gonna always be the same old 
ugly ass Ashley bitch. I don't care. You never going to be as fine as your husband. Never. Mm. Mm. And I still mean it. With all them goddamn braces in your mouth, we do still ugly. Mm. And your wig is still 27.3 degrees off the axis where it should be. Mm. Wig is still leaning to this day. You know what? That's a good vote for it because that was that was quite the shady moment. Mm. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Jeremy, what's yours? Uh, for shadiest moment, um, that actually is my pick as well. <laughs> well, because I listen, <clears throat> the disrespect that my friend gave to Ashley, mm -hmm. it came out of nowhere, but it was well deserved because I too agree that Ashley just needs to leave us alone. She mm. needs to leave us alone, she needs to leave Don alone, she just needs to leave everybody alone, and it's beneficial to everybody, really. Mm. Just go away, Ashton. Just please leave us alone. All right. Well, Ashton with you. Ashton. Ooh. Mm. Why y'all do that to that baby? Mm. Well, Candace has won this round, but my shadiest moment was actually Jeremy's. <laughs> when, oh, God. Uh, when we were talking about Michael Darby and his neck. <laughs> 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 Cause this nigga said he trying to throw some neck. Out. <laughs> 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 and then that led into the god god. Like the way that we compounded that shit was hilarious to me. So I had to give Jeremy that one. And in then, fairness, I didn't lie. <laughs> well, and in fairness, I have an honorable mention, and it's actually again Jeremy, along the same lines. Uh. Because when y'all was dragging Alex from Black Ink Crew and Jeremy was like, well, you're back already, bald. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I was just sitting over here in awe, like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> I forgot I said that. <laughs> you're back already, bald up like a. <laughs> I forgot I said that shit. Ooh, let me tell you the the shade of it all. <laughs> um, so what was your pick for best dragon again, Jeremy? Um, you you dragon Raquel. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Candace. <what's> your... <laughs> uh, Curtis, you win this one because God damn it, <laughs> drug Agbar V. <laughs> I will never forget how much me and Mike listened to that fucking clip. Okay? <laughs> what do you know about child support? What do you know? <laughs> you have no you have no child. Like <laughs> Well, but it was everything building up to it. It just wasn't that moment. It was like I'm here to stand with you in truth and transparency. Yeah. Your music fucking sucks. Because <laughs> like I was like, okay, Curtis about to say some real constructive. That nigga said music fucking sucks, and then we got into what do you know about child support, and then the octave went up. Like, what do you know? Because I know Curtis do not have. 
have no high pitched voice, and neither do Jeremy. So when he said, "What do you know?" He was like, "I cannot believe this bitch is playing in our face like that." And so that, like, that is like one of my the best dragons ever. Like, just it was it was front to back. It was perfection. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was it. Wow. And that was like that was around Fourth of July weekend. We listen. Me and Mike listen to that shit so much. Back, <laughs> ooh. ooh. <clears throat> what do well. you know? Um, okay. <laughs> so my pick for best dragon was uh when Candace was dragging Ashley for existing. <laughs> but my honorable mention on that one is both of y'all anytime uh Rashida comes up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I swear for law, y'all <laughs> y'all powers combined. Yeah, that's to get true. Rashida the fuck up out of here. Like, I don't even have to say anything. I can just go on a smoke break. <laughs> and when I come back, y'all still going to be dragging her ass. Yeah. She clean in our face. In sync and in tandem. I'd be like, woo, child. Yep. The med just never stood a chance. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. So the last category is best guess. And I think we all have the same answer on that one and that goes to brooke from last week's episode because listen she brought the jokes she brought the tea yes and we love tea we love tea and we love jokes like it was that episode was everything we's all learning like she took us on a whole fucking tour (laughs) of mess and shade let me tell you something when she dragged giselle by them goddamn wigs whoo well Mm. I mean, Giselle be playing, so that's true. Um, yeah. But I will say, my honorable mention for best guest is actually Aaliyah from the episode when we had Adina, aka the Honey Goddess, on there because oh, that the timing, time, yeah, that timing, those ad libs. I just, I have to continue to stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that. So. Uh, well, I won two out of the three categories, so. Well. <clears throat> well, when you know, you know. So, apparently, I am the funny. I can't believe I won Best Dragon. What the way Candace be? Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Something in the milk ain't clear. I mean, I've had some good drags, but nothing is going to compare to the Agbar V drag. Oh, okay. Never mind. Damn. Yeah, that 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 was a one one of a kind. Okay, fine. So yeah, because she has no child. The best dragon, funniest, and then Candace is the shadiest. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeremy, you squeaked under the radar on this one, but all of Twitter knows that they voted for you to be the worst. So I'm, you know, honestly, I feel like you got what you deserved. Yeah, I'm just gonna be what it is. Yep, yep, yep. All right, y'all, we have dilly dally long enough, and guess what? We're gonna do so just a little bit more. So we have a very, 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 very big special announcement. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, you've probably heard us tease this in the past, but we are officially announcing it here on the 100th episode of Ratchet Ramblings. And that is that we are trying to put together a live show. Yes, you heard that correctly. If you have ever tweeted us or thought to yourself, man, I want to go see Ratchet (coughs) Ramblings live. Well, guess what? Your opportunity to do that is coming as long as people stop playing in our motherfucking faces. So it's actually going to be a Flawless Noises Media Network showcase. 
Uh, we're going to have Bree and Mama Me's World as an opener, and then we're going to do Ratchet and Ramblers Live. And we'll probably trim it down so that we can have some type of audience participation segment or something like that. But we, we are definitely open for niggas to run up on Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Whether, in himself. I was going to say, whether you got hands or a summons. <laughs> <laughs> you have been subpoenaed. <laughs> Your opportunity cometh. Mm, try try it if you want to. That's all I got. All right. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> it's still a bounty. It's still like $50 bounty on that head. I mm, still... Listen, that's enough to fill up my tank. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I'm still dabbling, thinking about it. Mm. All right, let me get through the rest of this because the vape just hit. So our tentative date is February 29th, 2020, because it's going to be a live showcase to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the network, which will be next February. Tentatively going to be in downtown Riley, North Carolina, we are also considering Charlotte and Atlanta. Just depends on what we can nail down because these venues have been trying it. Okay. It. Uh, but the venue ticket prices and all of those details will soon come. Uh, and I'm going to throw it out there because I feel like, you know, when you make your needs known, the universe provides. So if you have a business or if you know of one that might want to sponsor the live show, definitely reach out to us if you have a reasonably priced skill to offer like photography or you know videography things of that nature if you know a spot in one of the cities that i mentioned then definitely reach out to us with that information but i will say if you have a venue that you want to tell us about that we can consider please make sure that they are um good and consistent with their communication yes that's the nicest way i can put it because i'm we're not about to beg you to spend money with you no not at all and we're so. not gonna keep asking you for things that you you promise to deliver so so that's that on that we're going to try to make it like a weekend affair so february 29th is a saturday so we're thinking if everybody is there by Friday, we can have some kind of happy hour situation and then maybe meet up for some type of brunch situation on that Sunday before people head out. Try to make a weekend out of it. You know, come kick it with your favorite pieces of shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, see if if we put on for the show or if we really like that in person. And yeah, it should be a, a good time. And that's that. So we will continue to push this. Hopefully, you know, we'll drum up some interest. We're announcing it way in advance. And we know that with the holidays and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully with us telling y'all shit. What? And, and it's after income tax time. So you should have your, your tax be. refund by the end. True. <coughs> true, true, true. You should be straight. Yeah. Should. Break off a little bit of that coin. Yep. If you, you know, don't think you want to come, but you want to support. You can always purchase some merch. You can always subscribe to our Patreon. Um, you can just make a one-time donation, however you want to do it. But we appreciate all support, all hands in to help us deliver this live showcase to you guys. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. So real quick, we're going to breeze through this. We saw an article, we being me and Mama White Diamonds, that former Love & Hip Hop New York star Mendeecees Harris is now scheduled to be released from federal prison in November of 2020. So we're going to see what that means, because I'm going to be honest, I don't want Love & Hip Hop New York to last that long. <laughs> like it, I honestly, can be put out to pass. It don't even need to come back. Like, let the last season be the last season. But who yeah. knows? Well, no, I was going to say, maybe they'll move, but no, he's going to be on probation, so they can't move. Um, <laughs> I don't know, you know, just hopefully he's able to take care of his teeth in there. He All 47 of them. Mm. Yeah, he don't come out looking like the game or nothing. Ooh, ooh child. Ooh. Mm. That is a horrifying... Mm. Mm. I don't know. I Sadly, I feel like now that they have a release date for him, they're going to continue to keep Love and Hip Hop New York going just so they can get that thing, that one thing back on because... The League of Extraordinary Baby I, Mamas. Yeah, I don't really care. I do not care about Yandy <laughs> without Mendeecees being on there. Just because I know it's we're gonna get the baby mama mess. And so I I have a feeling Mona's gonna try to do something to keep that going until he's out of jail. And um Yeah. Well, now that they have more shows, they don't have to have as many seasons. So yeah, I guess they can kind of leapfrog it. And maybe we'll get one or two seasons before he's released and able to start filming. But yeah. that was that. I mean, nothing major. There wasn't. There weren't a lot of details in the article. So just something to be mindful of. Like I say, whenever we see things that happen with people on the shows, outside of the shows, we bring it up, talk about it. So mm-hmm. now it is time for Michelle to lead us into trash. Yes. Love and Hip Hop <clears throat> Atlanta Reunion Part 1. The trash is on the wall. The tr- <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Curtis. Well done. <laughs> um, I mean, since it's a reunion, we don't necessarily have to go in order because uh, me, Candace, and Mama White Diamonds watched it. Um, First and foremost, um, Carly... We don't care. Mm-hmm. We really don't care about this shit. This this literal literal shit with you and Pooh. We really don't care. Like all this going. We don't give a fuck if y'all fucked or not. We really don't. Y'all too goddamn old for this shit. Both of you bitches are ancient gear golems, and you need to be shut down for malfunctions because we are what tired. Did you say, nigga? I called them ancient gear golems. It was just the first thing that came to my head. I don't know, friend. Good to me, baby. Good to me. I, you know, I don't have anything for that. I really do not want to think about women that old even, you know, uh, doing the, the horizontal mambo in any capacity. Like, I, I get it. Older people have sex. We will eventually be older people having sex. But I don't want to talk about it on national TV. Uh <laughs> I don't want it brought up in front of my friends, family, kids, and everybody else. Like, I have kids. We, I remember, I have a kid for now. We could just go ahead and assume that I did what you had to do to have a kid, 
and let's call it a day. But I'm really sick of hearing about this. And I, I want this whole cast let go. Like, enough is a fuck enough. I agree. Let me say that. It, it's time to revamp it. It's new young talent coming out of Atlanta, blowing up on social media, you know, on they, you know, low-key Cardi B shit, you know, Pap Chanel, Amaretta, Deontay Hitchcock. These are all actual rappers out of Atlanta building up steam. And you got us sitting here looking at the motherfucking uh, senior citizen squad for a fucking brunch. And we do not we, care about these motherfuckers. His fifties, faith in her fifties, Mimi in her forties, Mimi in her forties and fifties, Carly in her forties and fifties, Pooh in her fifties, Hiram in his sixties or seventies, Rashida is in her forties, Kirk is in his fifties. Why do we need the AARP motherfuckers on the show? We don't care about them. They're y'all are not interested. Yeah. They're not interested. I'm not either. And I'm we got the most group. mess from two old bitches who may or may not have had a threesome with another old nigga. And then we got everybody else. Like, it was enough was enough. It really please, was enough. Please leave us alone. Please. And stop playing in our face, Mona. Go on some fucking wear. And tell them to buy some better wigs. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> the wigs. I don't want to see those bitches, period. I don't give a fuck if they was using the same wig maker Beyonce got. I don't want to see... Those old motherfuckers on my TV screen for another season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Y'all are old with all them goddamn Depend diaper booties and shit. Get away from me. Enough is enough. I'm tired. I'm tired. Speaking of enough, uh, see, somebody who is young, but her wigs be terrible. Sierra had enough and went on Good Sis Google and pulled the, the receipts that for all that performing and carrying on that poor dude that she's such a boss bitch and these bitches want to be her because she is a wife and a bad bitch. Sierra was like, uh, not so fast, bitch. You actually not a wife. Yeah, they not married. First and not only did Sierra do it, Love and Hip Hop themselves did it too. Yeah. First of all, Sierra's lying to us talking about she 29. Girl. Girl, you at least 49. But I did enjoy her pulling those receipts on Pooh. Pooh and Hiram are not married. Pooh is a common law wife. And that's just what it is. She's a walking jagged ass on. Did you say Sierra or Tierra said they 29? I mean, Sierra, Sierra. Yeah. Okay. She said she twenty nine. Mm. Ain't no twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine. I'm ninety nine. I know I ain't ninety nine. <laughs> my big toe. Shit. She yeah, lying. talking about she twenty nine. She's a uh, a liar. Listen, we must be in the mother motherfucking multiverse because ain't no way in hell Sierra younger than us. Hello. She ain't. Shit. Listen, her she can barely walk. Her and Shooter have been together for a long time. You're not gonna tell me everything they went through happened in five, six years. Mm-hmm. No, bitch. No. And she a messy hoe anyway. Stop being so messy. Maybe you'll look better. <laughs> well, ain't, no, ain't nothing gonna help that because she always gonna look like a monkey. So little individual always in somebody else's shit. Well, she needed. <clears throat> she needed to be in pool shit. I was glad she uh, pulled those receipts on pool. Shit, but I'm just yeah. saying, in general, she a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. That's true. In general. She ain't got nothing else to do. Girl, stop eating them bagels and stop eating them chips. 
Go go in somebody's yeah. house and throw some shit away, bitch. Fuck you. I'd oh yeah, she still need her ass beat for that. I'd beat her downstairs. <laughs> I don't give I don't give Tokyo much. When I picked her up, oh babe, look, we put you in your car. Yeah, I don't give I don't give Tokyo much, but I still maintain she needed to beat Sierra ass for doing that. Yes, I would have beat her to fuck that. Don't play with my money, bitch. Don't don't do me. And that's bitch. You go for my fool. Listen, and and that shit. <clears throat> Sierra did got under poo uh skin so bad she was ready to fight. Mm-hmm. So I knew well, the shit was true. I was gonna say a old a old hit dog will holler. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> they don't have a marriage license in Georgia. Bitch, I know you Girl, fuck line. Girl that's not how marriage license is. Oh poo old what what's understood don't need to be explained face ass. Bitch, get out my face. <laughs> Oh, 37 years of fucking girlfriend. You better go sit your ass down while you was throwing up being married and everybody goddamn face and you ain't no type married. If that man leave your ass tomorrow, you gonna have to try. You ain't gonna have shit. But them goddamn uh, chiclet Dennis the Menace ass Mr. Wilson teeth in your goddamn mouth and that old diaper booty. Girl, you better go and sit your ass down somewhere. Every time... You bitches be bragging about being married and having a man and the receipts get pulled and y'all ain't married and don't have no man. Mm. You ain't even got what you bragging about. What is you doing? Mm. <clears throat> I'm a wife. No, you're not. No, you're, you're not. You're a living companion. If we want some motherfucking advice on how to be a roommate, you the one we had come to, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, who the partner? Who <laughs> the life partner, bitch? If we want some advice on how to cohabitate with a motherfucker, we will come and knock at your door. But you are not near bit married, and ain't even nothing wrong with it. But you lied about it and kept lying and kept throwing it in people's face like it was the big joker. And bitch, you reneged. Mm, and you know you the what's for the spade? You know, bitch, you still got clubs in your hand. And what's the cardinal rule of niggerdom? Don't never renege. Hello. You're not married and what you, you are is an annoying old bitch, and you don't need to come back. Mona, if you bring her back, I mm, I don't know who asked on beat, but I'm being somebody. Besides throwing goddamn ass. cheap sheets around. Girl, fuck you. Speaking of fuck you, Jeremy, take us to take us to the deadbeat uh dad debacle. <sighs> So let's go ahead and get wings on the nightstand out of the way. So Scrappy, I've, I've been saying Scrappy, I feel, I've been saying fuck Scrappy for at least about four weeks on this show, I feel like, but it applies again because for all that performing and carrying on you did Scrappy, you and Bambi old bozo ass, Erica came with the motherfucking receipts and show you ain't as damn bit as the dad of the year as you claim to be, but I by having the nerve to call Ben. Uh, call Erica a bit of baby mama. You need your fucking face. Snaps, Not baby. even better. Basic. She a basic baby mama. Okay, well, bitch, what's the deluxe version? Mm. What do a deluxe baby mama look like? Because from what Man, I'm saying, well, <laughs> because you are in the uh, you're in the arrears for your child support. So even if you are current, you paid the last two to three months. At some point, you fell behind in your child support, and you owe Miss Erica Dixon her motherfucking money. Mm. Period. Money that you don't have. What this say, Nina? Okay, you paid it, but you still three months in the arrears, and we all know that for a 
for a period of time, even on the show, you were not paying your child support. Nope. Mm. You too busy. And man, talk about if when you text him, you texting me, uh, bitch, I didn't. I didn't shoot no baby up in you. That nigga did. When it comes to my daughter, I'm talking to her father, not you, bitch. And not only is that, but I'm not even convinced that Bambi can read. So there's that. I'm gonna say, I mean, you, you can't I mean, trust I never forget Bambi in that hot tub when ben, with Benzino and uh and Kirk and Stevie J rat face ass. So you I just don't really care what you have to say about anything because you don't have good discernment. Because you got in the hot tub with a nigga who looked like um, a pit bull with spina bifida. So mm. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. That nigga don't have no neck. Mm. And you still threw something on him and whoever else was in that goddamn hot tub. Mm. Girl, fuck you. Now you want to act like you the wholesome step for why what we've been doing has been working. Girl, if she can't text her goddamn child's father about shit pertaining to her child... Why are, why are you here, ho? Yeah, it's working for you because you're a bozo and a stupid bitch. Insecure because you know that the only reason that you got scrappy is because Erica didn't want him anymore. Mm. And that still fucks with you. Because mm. every time Scrappy was with somebody else, when Erica decided she was ready to take her man back, he came running. He mm. did that shit with Shea Bucky Johnson. He mm. did that shit with you. And when she finally got fed up, she was like, child, please go get that little, te little teeth ass bitch. The more land before time, baby dinosaur ass teeth in your goddamn mouth. Child, you insecure. Because it, <laughs> no, it ain't no way in hell you should be in your feelings about Erica texting Scrappy about Imani. <laughs> Them herbivore ass teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plant diet teeth having Doctor Stevie ass teeth. <laughs> like leave us alone. That that was you know what was what stood out the most for me in part one of that reunion. They hadn't really gotten to the good shit. Like Carly supposedly, well, Carly took a lie detector test with a well known lie detector administrator administer person whoever the fuck administrator I don't know what the fuck you call it oh. but she took it she's sitting there looking dumb as fuck talking about he like Carly did you boo boo on Pooh's <laughs> and she's sitting there shaking and shit uh, no girl leave us alone uh, Mona really needs her oh go ahead Candace and acting like an abuse victim. Listen, I don't know what the fuck possess you to stay with a motherfucker that give you a curfew. Talking about she, he just trying to teach her how to be a wife. You ain't married yet. Mm. I wonder what y'all bitches think being a wife is like. Honestly and truly, because y'all act like it's another dimension of life. Like, mm. like your whole world changed when you become somebody's wife. You still got to get up and put your pants on one leg at a time like the rest of us. You still get up and wipe your ass the same way you was wiping it before you was married. If you have to change everything about you to be somebody's wife, you do not need to be that person's wife. Mm. Period. I'm the same time. motherfucker I always been. Y'all mm. better ask Young Michael in there. He'll tell ask you. Cat fellows. Mm. <laughs> well. That's saying. I mean, I don't, I don't choose sides. I choose facts. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. And Rashida and Kurt, 
suffer. Y'all, Kirk has one outside baby confirmed, rumored to be another outside baby. We don't need y'all relationship advice on shit. If we, want, if we want to learn how to be dysfunctional and wear masks for the motherfucking cameras, then we will ask you. Not even then. Leave us the fuck alone. We don't need y'all advice on nothing. Rashida, you too scared to get rid of that ugly Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo looking, smelling, talking ass nigga, even though he has cheated on you damn near every season y'all have been on this fucking show. We don't need your relationship advice. We don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. This the nigga that DNA tested y'all baby, but didn't want to DNA test Jasmine baby. Girl, sit your ass down. Kirk, please choke on choke on the carrot. I don't even know why I picked that vegetable, but just choke on it. It's fine. Both of y'all go to hell, and that's why that bistro is going to fail, because I'm going to report y'all to the FBI. <laughs> well, The FBA. Yes. <laughs> Dan, they're licking the ice cream, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, bullshit. Get them. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and go through the rest of the shows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. I smoke, but I can't find my penny. Girl, okay. I'm going to find it over this week. This is a we coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back. We, we off break. Now. Okay, we off break already? Oh, yes. shit. Okay, let's roll. All right, enough of that break shit. So let's get into <laughs> Basketball Wives. So this is season eight, episode six. Oh, this episode gave a lot while simultaneously giving nothing. Mm. Yeah. Um, Evelyn doing all that goddamn grandstanding about Jen showing up to that trip. Where did they even go? I no, miss They went to San Diego. San Diego. But have been cooped up in that goddamn house the whole time. Mm. In that beautiful ass weather, bozos. Mm. But um, yeah, Evelyn, girl, 
I thought you were supposed to be mature. Like you can be mm-hmm. in the same space as somebody that you don't like without doing all that extra goddamn grandstanding. Mm. Listen, over your grown ass daughter, girl, if she helped you pay some bills while you was broke and looking for your next come up, that's just what the fuck it is. I mean, who cares? We don't care. And to sit up here and act like Jen called her a prostitute or a raggedy bitch or something, she just said when your shit fell off, Shanice had to had some coin and she was helped keeping the household afloat. Big fucking whoop. I mean, exactly. literally, big whoop. Small whoop. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't care. You jumping across that table with them old ass bones and shit. Sit your stupid ass down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, didn't you just complain about inflammation? You started praying to whoever the fuck. Like, wasn't that just a few episodes ago? Yes. 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 So yeah. You have severe joint pain and she trying... Girl, she got medicinal purposes because she tried to get her little TAC and then the lotion that she was trying. I don't to give a fuck what she trying to do. Stay off people's motherfucking tables. Mm-hmm. Up there she running like ass down, like she doing something. Running like Ultra Magnus, big ass <laughs> linebacker ass run. Girl, sit the fuck down somewhere. <laughs> you ain't gonna do shit to nobody. Then her stupid ass talking about, oh well, we should just have two dinners. Ain't nobody doing all of that, Evelyn. Ain't nobody. Yeah. You are. 50 bitch if you can't be in a room with somebody you don't like and just pay them dust what can you do especially as unbothered as you try to pretend that you are like i don't see what the problem is then do like everybody else does stay in your room and just order postmates y'all in san diego girl they will bring the food to you you don't even have to leave your room okay. or if you're a real boss bitch take your ass home well, you, she you ain't a boss bitch. So she she the real boss bitch wouldn't have showed up. Oh, mm. Well, come, come on, Mama White Diamonds with the truth. The hard hitting <laughs> fact. Fuck it. Once you knew Jen was coming, you could have been like, you know what, Shiny? I'll pass. You could have pulled the Tammy. See, Tammy don't like you bitches, so she stay away from y'all. That's mm-hmm. what I've gathered this season. She's around very sporadically because she don't fuck with uh, Evelyn in any capacity. She don't fuck with her at all. So she don't come around to anything where Evelyn is going to be a focal point. She stay the fuck away. You could do the same with Jen. And you could call your friend Shawnee out for playing both sides against the fucking middle. Because Shawnee go from one extreme to the next, from feeling sorry for her to not fucking with her, to feeling sorry for her, to trying to get the girls to accept her. Girl, that's how, how Shawnee do though. Shawnee forever playing both sides of some shit. It has for a very long time. Yeah. And this time it's just like, okay, well, call her, call the person out on the bullshit who keep inviting motherfuckers that y'all don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm. But Shawnee need those ratings because that last season of Basketball Wives was boo-boo. Mm. And so I see her trying to ramp up the drama just a little bit more. But girl, nobody wants to see Evelyn running across tables like a goddamn roach. We don't. Because we know she's not going to do shit. Every opportunity that she has had this season and last to throw hands, she never did. Yeah. We don't need to see no Spanish Harlem cockroach running all over our TV. Spanish Harlem cockroach. Well done, Candice. You are doing amazing. You did that one. We don't need it. Let's leave us alone. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Especially when we know none of these bitches are going to fight, to be quite honest. 
The only yeah. one that's gonna fight ain't coming around. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 She and yeah, she she ain't coming. She got tired of being labeled the bully. She like yeah. Shawnee, Shawnee, give me another role. Shit, I don't want to be a bully no goddamn more. I, I, I mean, you go. still, I mean, you still a bozo, Tammy. But you know, I, I see a, I see a, an attempted rebrand when I see one. Yeah. Keyword <laughs> attempted because you still a bitch. But still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's still a bitch, and she got big feet. That's why she got big feet. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking page. I see that shit coming out. I said, What the fuck? I can't buy them. Oh, get her. She gave some shit to somebody. So that's good. Maybe she'll make it that because she make dollars, y'all. Who? Tammy? Tim. She said, I make dollars. Looking like she need to stop smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Well, leave the motherfucking carrots alone and listen. Listen, listen, Tammy. Miss, I make dollars. Counterfeit don't count. Stop snitching don't on yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. the big old silver shoes. That big her ass get on them shoes. She falling. <laughs> she go get. <laughs> Why that remind me of uh, last season when Evelyn was making fun of how Tammy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause she didn't lie. I mean, ta- Evelyn still a bozo, but she didn't lie. Uh, yeah, that oh shit was God. funny. So shit to that little ugly girl. Invite <laughs> her over to the shoe shop. Yeah, she need them. <laughs> look down instead of looking up. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> then I get to, I'm thinking like shit. What the fuck going on here? It's just like that Facebook friend you showed me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get for it all, but you know what? Got a good heart. That's all. But that bitch ain't even got a good heart. <laughs> Damn. I, well, I was for the person, person on Facebook, but that one I can't fucking pouch for. Well. Oops. Who right can? Up. Who can? Who can? She need to get herself together and buy bigger clothes. Well, she seems very incapable of that. If y'all couldn't tell, we're talking about OG. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Candace had to tap me. Yeah, <laughs> OG. She ain't even made it like around OG. yet. So, okay. Um, right. Shut up now. Jackie Christie dumbass takes the biggest room, which mm. the biggest room for the biggest neck and the biggest nose, I guess. <sighs> that neck is very rubbery. Mm. Yeah. I, mm. yeah. It's like when you fold your clothes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some soggy bread. Fold the towels on your goddamn neck, girl. Yeah. Put yeah. them goddamn, put that laundry up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Up. I don't know who this lady is that Jen brought with her. I don't understand why she's here. <clears throat> I don't get it. She's scary. Okay, because she had a lot to say in the car, but now it's, oh, I don't want no beef with you. Girls, you with Jen or is you ain't? Mm. <laughs> what was your purpose? Because you didn't got here, and when Evelyn ran across that goddamn table, your whole perspective changed. Well, I mean, now she is with Jen. Now so. you, you want to be Switzerland. No, mm. bitch. You was talking the high-powered bullshit in the car. Say what you said in the car. Mm. Well, it makes sense that she with Jen, because we know Jen is a scary bitch, too, so... Well, yeah, she is scary. I mean, but at least Jen has made it very clear that she's not gonna fight because she can't fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can appreciate her honesty. But with yeah. that said, though, I need her to start shutting the fuck up. Yes, absolutely. 
because you don't have no hands. So when you ain't got no hands, that kind of limits that mouth, especially when you are seeing these people face to face. Now, if you was just some internet motherfucker talking shit to people you never met, okay, I get it. everybody is everybody can humble their thumbs if they want to on the internet or not. However, you can't fight. So why you keep talking shit about these folks? Mm-hmm. Talking shit about Shawnee and Shaq, talking shit about Evelyn and whatever the case, but you can't fight. Mm. I'll say what the fuck I want to say to you because I can fight. Mm. And I will beat your ass if you run up on me like Evelyn tried to run up on her. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you can't fight, Jan, so be quiet. Say what you apologize for talking shit when you and that girl wasn't friends and go about your fucking day. You just sitting there quiet. I don't want no audience. The only thing I agree with uh, with Evelyn is you wanted an audience when you was trashing me, okay? So if we gonna be getting it in publicly and you gonna talk your shit publicly, why you can't apologize publicly? That's true. Because she she couldn't do it. But for her to take it to the extreme of flat out lying at the table, Cause she yeah. didn't want to have that conversation in front of everybody. Like you could have literally just said that yeah. the conversation that I want to have with you. Yeah. I want to do so privately. Why would yeah. you sit there and lie and say, no, now you got Shawnee over here looking even more dumb. Cause she's stupid. Well, I mean, she was that anyway, but you know, she like, well, shit. <clears throat> like, cause I know she said the shit. So am I the liar? Who's the liar in the situation? But it's always you, Jen. That's all you fucking do is lie. And then this revisionist history, like, oh, well, she said something about m- my mother. And even Evelyn said it on the episode. She didn't say anything bad about your mother. If anything, it was a low blow because she was like, you are a disgrace to your deceased mother with the way you acted and all the lying that you're doing and invoking right. her name. And that's true. Yep. Because you yeah. ain't have shit to say about your mother and all of the grief and shit that you had going on prior to when you was getting your whole car pulled. And on top of that, I'm going to keep on reiterating the shit. When you said what you said about Shawnee and Shaq, and when you said what you said about Shawnee and Evelyn, your mama was alive. Yeah, mm. right. Yeah, your mom, your mom wasn't gone. Like, Mm-mm. this this thing with her mom, and again, my condolences. I don't know what it's like to lose your mom, because obviously this nigga's sitting right next to me. But <laughs> what I can say is, what I can say is, I'm sure you're in a, in a shitload of pain, considering how quickly she passed. From the time you found out she was sick, three weeks later, she's passed away. So I'm sure you're in pain. However... You exploiting that to keep from motherfuckers holding you accountable for shit you say and do. I don't see it for you with that bullshit. <laughs> At all. Could, could Evelyn have watched her mouth and not brought your mom up? Of course she could have. But she didn't say anything derogatory about your mom. She said that your behavior has been derogatory and it has nothing to do with your mom. Can I interject here? <clears throat> yeah. As someone who has lost their mother, my mom, rest in peace. I lost my mom at eight. When I was being a piece of shit, I ain't never brought my mom up to be like, okay, well, you can't hold me accountable because my mom died. My mom ain't got ain't had shit to do with me ever being a piece of shit. So I cannot on any level respect Jen for bringing her mama into some shit that her mama have shit to do with because she died. Girl, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And all of that That's what just I'm saying. for you to come and be like, I need support. And y'all... 
Y'all don't know what this bitch like. said. This don't feel like a sisterhood. How's the sisterhood when you talking shit on your sisters? Mm. With Rick, I am as, confused. As I basketball confused. wives, we should be there for each other. You're not a basketball wife. Anymore. No one on the show is a basketball wife. <laughs> You're not married to Eric Williams anymore. The last nigga you dated was the big hip nigga from Sweetie Pies. Mm. And he got a restraining order on your crazy ass. You cannot victim your way through this bitch. We see through it. We see. We know how you get down. We literally saw it within the first two episodes of this goddamn season how trash you can be. Meanwhile, you sitting up here asking for support. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't throw dirt all on this woman's husband. Name. Well, she should know he was rumored to be sleeping with this person. That person. Listen. Even if that's true, which it is, you're her. If y'all are friends and you want to have a sister bond, why is that coming out your mouth? Mm. You sounded like a hater. That part. Yeah. Because you are. Then you're going to get a half-cocked apology to Evelyn. And that's all she's been doing ever since this shit happened. And then not, every time she get called out, she give a half-cocked apology. Then she then she turn right back around the next week and... and, and shit. Right. And it's like, Jen, girl, you... First of all, you need to get your side two fixed. That's number one. Number two, leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. At this point, you can leave the two to get that personality fixed. Mm. Yeah, get your because you riding inside. Because I, <laughs> I, am, I am totally confused about wanting a sister bond with women you talk shit about. Like completely confused. Do not understand it. We don't have anything to discuss. If you are sitting up here throwing dirt on my name, and not even to motherfuckers we cool with, but to people that don't even really know me, like know you like that. Mm-hmm. Child, all facts. I Speaking apologize if that's not an apology. Nope. Apologies don't have ifs, ands, or buts. I apologize that I said some fucked up shit about you and your child. I shouldn't have said it, and I'm sorry. If I said something, you know what the fuck you said. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck you said it to, and when you fucking said it, girl, Jen. A liar, a coward, and a bozo. With no hands. With no hands and no side tooth. Mm. And no man. (laughs) Because I felt like being petty. Yep. Well, Malaysia tells Kristen about her conversation with Byron. Mm. They got to crying. And I'm just, I'm so disappointed in both of them. Because in that whole thing about her conversation with Byron, they latched onto the one piece of information and that Byron said no we didn't tell OG that for her to use against Kristen and I'm like so you just gonna bypass the whole rest of the conversation like all of the stuff that he said exonerating CC like no she not like she's not trying to control OG she's not using OG, OG as a mouthpiece like none of that shit you had anything to say when it came to CC, the only thing y'all yeah. stuck on is OG. And then I saw in the previews, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but in the previews, weren't they still blaming CC? Yep. Like, oh, if you tell something in front of OG, then you must want her to use it against, like, again. Why do they keep bothering CC? CC didn't say a motherfucking word. Byron just told you, I said those things. I told OG that stuff. CC didn't say a goddamn thing. Why y'all keep trying? Listen, 
like I said, and I will continue to say, I really do like Cece. I, I love her and Byron as a couple. She's a very sweet woman with her shit together. She is not fit for this show. She do not have the balls to be amongst this group of girls because it's not a, it's not a single person I wouldn't have told to go uh, to suck a dick um, amongst this group of girls if I was Cece. I would have delivered that message to Malaysia, Kristen, Shawnee, and whoever the fuck else. Evelyn, Jen. Evelyn, Jen, everybody. Everybody we got the same message. Suck my balls through my drawers. Fuck you hoes. I don't have to deal with y'all. That part. But like I said before, it ain't never had, none of this had ever had anything to do with Byron. Kristen is still lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've always that. had an issue with CC. I don't know what the issue is, but you have an issue with CC. I think it's jealousy because <clears throat> Kristen and CC had gotten pretty close prior to them coming onto the show, and so she sees the type of lifestyle that CC can live without Byron, and she's jealous about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not <clears throat> taking anything away from being a stay-at-home mom. I could not be a stay-at-home mom. Let me say that myself. I would go crazy <coughs> because y'all have been privy to how London get down when she get down. <laughs> so that alone would have me like, no thanks on a stay-at-home mom. But to be a stay-at-home mom and to be bored and discontent because we seen Kristen go through the I want to have another baby phase because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she she doesn't really do anything. Doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, you are in close proximity to a woman who is getting to the bag, period. And I can imagine it drumming up a little bit of jealousy. You know, mm-hmm. CC got the man she wanted. She got the engagement she wanted. She she has the career she wants. And Byron still getting that, got that good money lined up and saved up and they living good. And I can see the jealousy from a mile away, especially when Kristen's husband don't even want to have no more kids with her ass. He barely looked like he interested in anything, period. He he got he he looks a little glue eaterish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely looked like he wore the same drawers over and over. He definitely looked like he make his animal crackers fight before he eat them. I, you know, it is what it is, and that's pretty much it. You know, they. We already talked about it, but they went back and forth with Jackie and Shawnee, and then Jen had both of them looking stupid because she was still at the table lying. And then Evelyn and Jen ended up making up with Shawnee and Nebby and Nosy cooking breakfast. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. So we'll see what happens with the rest of the season. We're only six episodes in. And this episode was, like I said, kind of eh, but to be honest, they've given us a lot in the first five episodes, so I think so. It's got to taper off at some point. Show a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, see, I'm ready I want to see. It, I low key want to see do wrap all up. the right things because mm. I mean, it don't look like we've gotten anywhere <coughs> with the Byron and Kristen and Cece shit. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> I, I'm just wondering what more mess they could drum up when Evelyn and Jen have made up. You know what? I take that back. We in for a whole lot fucking more. Because remember, Jackie wanted to stop filming shortly after the midpoint for the season because her and Malaysia get into it real heavy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Jackie I remember that. Show. So it's some shit coming up. Never mind. Because then. Wasn't it something like Malaysia questioned Jackie's parenting or some shit like no, that? Or no, was it like, Jackie like that questioned Jackie, Malaysia? Jackie questioned Malaysia's yeah. parents. And Malaysia had one of them Compton uh Compton folks <laughs> beat beat Jackie the fuck up, it sounded like. I don't dislike Malaysia. I just don't need to see her on the show without an actual storyline. The the whole fixing my family shit, I don't really need to see that because it's all shrouded in bullshit to begin with exactly. so exactly if if malaysia if they would force malaysia to have a real storyline versus just being on here being you know being attractive i'm all with it but like but she hasn't really girl. brought like much malaysia. to the goddamn show at this point so she coming we'll see yep. we'll I see mean, i mean because you know i don't disagree with anything that you just said but she did give us that epic table throwing moment last season so oh yeah yeah but then but then that was it and she been trying to keep her composure since then like girl well, you've not already through a table we know you crazy you might as well family. give us give it all to us i mean but most people with sense that we deal right. with this once they fly off the handle they like oh shit. and they calm down for a little while but like you said she gonna be going in, getting into it with Jackie. So it won't be, it won't be long that we'll be here. So we are going to move on into Real Housewives of Potomac, season four, episode eleven. Can I get a witness? Um. So Candace and her mama, you know, they have a very bum ass relationship, and that's really all I have to say about that. Two bum bitches. Good luck trying to set those boundaries, but both of y'all are some bozos. Okay, I'm just gonna say this: Why are you paying your damn daughter's bill when she got a husband? So if you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen, go get you a goddamn job. Well, and I think that's what she needed to. Who Candace? Candace. Um, Yeah, we've been said that. Yeah, we've been said that. But also, her her mama is is evil. I mean, I can't fault them for the uh, for the purse slapping incident because Candace needed some sense slapped into her. I mean, she she did one check she was about to get, but I wouldn't have did it at no wedding. Exactly. Now that now that was yeah yeah when she when Candace said her mom smacked her with a purse, that was at somebody's wedding. <clears throat> oh my! Yeah, that yeah. definitely was not the place for that. That was not I the place for the, the restaurant. Time. No, that they, they didn't. She did not read the room because she don't care. Her mom is a bitch, and mom is a bitch. the fact of the matter is, when you use your money to to leverage power over your children, and then they finally start growing up and getting their own shit going, you gonna deal with what you dealing with now? Cause you should have been stopped paying that grown ass girl bills. And I stopped long time ago. We talking about somebody who worked at with the Obama administration. She's capable of working. She's educated. She can get a job. Her mm-hmm. sitting up here selling weave and tracks and extensions and shit. That ain't where it's at. Cause you're not good at it. Cause y'all hair looks the fuck terrible. Oh my god, all the time. Look like two rugs sitting on top of y'all here. Mm-hmm. Sim, yeah, sim, sala, bill, mass, weed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was enough. That <clears throat> that whole little scene, they could have saved it. 
I wanted to see Candace apologize to her husband because she was too dead fucking wrong mm, for how yep. she acted in the last episode. But this is how you know that she is her mom. And yeah. I don't I don't wish this for her. And I really hope that she branches off from acting like her mom and continues to go to therapy, or she's going to lose her husband. Because yep. ain't nobody finna put up with no with a slimmer Dorothy. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. And mama ugly as fuck. She she's yeah. decent looking, but <laughs> underneath all fuck. that makeup, Candace, Candace ain't shit to better. write home about. Not to carry on the way she carried on with Chris. Yeah. Oh, Dorothy yeah. look like a rhinoceros in the face. Oh, just my a gosh. She, like shit, is she? she Dorothy do look like Rafiki, and she that's just is what it is. And then she, she definitely take, looks she like Rafiki. No uh, criticism, bitch. Get yourself together. You old. <laughs> you got daughter. Did it? She bothers me. Agreed. 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 Speaking. Speaking of bothersome, so Giselle meets up with Ashley, and my only takeaway from this is Ashley, you sound and look a fucking idiot. The fuck stupid. Man. Let me say that. Let me. I've been wanting to say this since I watched that episode because I actually did catch it when it aired. Um, it's funny how we do the we she we we do we believe victims, and we sitting up here watching a woman completely refute her husband's behavior for the sake of saving face. Mm-hmm. What Preach. reason does the cameraman have to lie? On Michael fucking Darby. What reason? Like That's what her. What, what's to come it. of this? Because I'm pretty sure when all of this came about, he had to take some leave from recording with Bravo while they did an investigation into everything mm-hmm. and why I was squared away. He didn't stand to gain anything. So again, watching you sit up here because this would not be the same energy. I would be sick if this was the same energy and if this was a woman he had de- done that to. I'm sick he did it, period. Yep. You don't get to you don't get to touch people inappropriately because you feel like it. Especially when we know that had this happened to one of the other ladies' husbands, Ashley would be all on that shit. Oh my God. That's the yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. That just would have happened to Ray, bitch. Candace <laughs> would. Ashley wouldn't have stopped. Listen, nope. She would and be this bitch ruthless. People to respect her privacy at this time, no bitch, because you didn't respect Ray and Karen' privacy when he was having financial issues. Right. You didn't respect uh, Juan and and Robin shit when they was doing whatever bozo shit they got going on <laughs> over there in, in Upper Marlboro, Baltimore, wherever the fuck they live at. You was now you have never respected anybody's boundaries on the show. And Candace was right in saying that at the at the hoedown with Katie in that wig that needs to be laid down to rest. Mm. <laughs> Whew, Katie. Uh-uh. Ashley, Ashley doesn't respect boundaries, so I have no problem with people not respecting hers. I'm very glad that everybody is all up in her fucking mix because we want the truth. It's being handled in court. It's being handled privately. Your husband did something, and now he's trying to settle out of fucking court and get them criminal charges dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nothing yeah. but facts, folks. We sitting up here. We didn't watch shit go down with R. Kelly and all the times he settled out of fucking court. That didn't make him less guilty. 
Mm. Settling out of court doesn't make you less guilty. Nope. Just make you have the means to cover the bullshit up and go on about your day. Come with the facts, friend. Mm-hmm. First of all, Michael Darby looks like a boil. And I needed to get that off my chest. Look like he a does. big old nasty boil. And mm-hmm. Ashley, girl, you know what? I'm gonna let Curtis get to it because when she went to see that therapist, Ooh, I was like, baby. Mm. Baby. Mm. But like we were saying, Ashley is trying to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Monique is having a 3D ultrasound party. And Candace and Karen showed up. I thought that that was strange. Same. Karen's we. Uh, you know what? I'm actually I'm actually tired of talking about the. Elite. I was finna say like we you just yeah. you just don't care, and I don't understand why you don't care. I've never heard of a grand dame that does not care about their appearance. Mm. Grand bozo, she got a bozo ass wig. It's just first like, of all, Monique and them rambunctious ass kids. Whew. The, fact, the fact that Chris couldn't get them kids under control. And he talking about one more. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> First of all, Shrek wouldn't be humping on me, period. <laughs> money make people magical, I guess. But listen. Shit, that's a curse. What you talking? I've never in my fucking life wanted to have an ultrasound party. Yeah, that was yeah, and all of that just so that we cannot see the gender because y'all want it to be a surprise. Like, why are you wasting our time and playing in our face? Did all that, brought all these motherfuckers up here just for you to have to go back to get the real shit done? Why are you so good at wasting your own time? Are and why are y'all sitting in the OB office having girl talk? Was there not a restaurant close by where y'all could have went and had this conversation? Mm-hmm. I guess when you need miss, I guess. I mean, I appreciate it seeing Monique and uh Candace, you know, be mature and, and yeah. make up or whatever. But I'm just, you know, overall tired of Candace's excuses and correct. I just because it's tired, just like a weed. No, you you like Monique said, you want yes friends. Yep. You want friends to be like, mm-hmm, yes, yep, mm-hmm, I know that's right, girl. Ain't nobody doing all that shit with you, little bitch. What's wrong with you? Don't have time. Nobody is doing all of that with you. We don't Straight give a fuck. This mouth. <clears throat> you are, you was loud as a motherfucker and dead wrong last week, and Monique better than me, because you wouldn't have been around my goddamn family carrying on the way you goddamn carried on and talked to me. Well, I was pregnant and emotional, okay? Because mm-hmm. Monique was trying not to take it there. She was trying her best. And Candace just doing the fucking most. Well, I'm glad I'm glad she made up with you. Yeah. I don't think that's really makeup. I mean, that's it was something. Yeah, was I mean, we know nothing between these ladies is real. None of them like each other, for real, for real. <laughs> Yeah, we know that to be true. We can tell by all the underlying tones and how they treat each other and talk to each other and about each other. Yeah, Yeah. they hate each other. They have no type of alliance, they just dog each other. Then that's what we're here for. 
Yeah. I, I mean, other. they do have an alliance. The three tragic so. mulattoes have an alliance. Robin, yeah. Giselle, and Ashley. Yeah, the messiest motherfuckers have a, an alliance, air quote. Everybody but, else know. just defending for themselves. And they, they formed an alliance and they still can't keep up. Mm. Sad bitches. Because <laughs> they can't <laughs> stop men fighting. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the part of the. Wasn't there in the super trailer? Don't Giselle and Robin get into it? I think so. Yep. And we've already seen Robin and Ashley get into it, so. And they all get on my goddamn nerves. Giselle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how, okay. We know how you feel about her. Can't even get the child name right. I don't even like her. Well, well neither do her daughters. So. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Segway. Listen, so oh, Giselle. Mm-hmm. Oh, eyes, half white. That's what I call her. Well, mm-hmm. uh, not unfair. Well, she goes and is spending quality time with her daughters, and one of her twins is like, "Girl, you don't see it for me." And I, I, I peep game. Okay. <laughs> She's like, "You don't give me nearly as much attention. You don't give me no affection." And Giselle is like, "Well, you just, you know, you're the strong one. I don't have to check on you." And she's like, mm, "Not quite, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I too need love and affection. No future." <laughs> her her kids uh really be telling on her ass. <laughs> her daughters be getting her the up here, Act like she mothered a fucking year talking about girl, you don't come to none of our games, you don't show up to shit, I you always missing in action. You wish you you don't do shit that you supposed to be doing for us. Like your her listen, Giselle priorities in the gutter. Them girls don't give a fuck about no new house. They would just like to have their mom around more. Exactly. Yep. Imagine having all that time to be in everybody else's business, Giselle. Meanwhile, you neglecting your daughters. I know you fucking lying. Neglecting your daughters. You don't have a man. Your business is questionable. I know you supposedly have some shit in Target, bitch, where <laughs> you can't you. stay out of people's business. So it's just like, how are you doing everything but making sure your daughters feel your full love and affection? Because that don't make no sense. Like the oldest daughter, of course, she getting ready to go to high school. She just wants you out of her face. She literally said that. Leave the house more, girl. <laughs> I don't want to have to look at you or talk to you. That, yes. That was funny. I fell on the floor. Like, and then the funny. other twin is a mama's girl. So, of course, she going to come crawl in the bed with you. That's what she about. But the fact that you... Are... The fact that you are treating a child like she is a strong, independent black woman, mm. girl, you Stop. coddle them bitches in the circle more than you be comforting and consoling your own goddamn daughter. And she a child, mm. Giselle. All your priorities just 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 fucked up, Giselle. That's why you a <laughs> fucked up person. Exactly. Yeah, she got fucked up ways. She got fucked up ways. But I'm not. I'm she not got fucked up googling because. The, the other thing, girl, why did you take your daughters to an, an apple orchard? All the fucking apples dead. <laughs> you know what? That's your influence. You one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, bitch. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said? They should have just took them to a uh, whole food and let them pick their own apples. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better, just A ragged apple orchard. Oh, God. Oh, my like... God. Who's orchard is? Why did y'all let them go to the the section with the dead apples? <laughs> like, oof, man. That 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 messed me up too. I couldn't understand that. 
but I feel like maybe that was like producer shade. (laughs) And it was like, yeah, these apples did just like your relationship with your daughter. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That would be some next level shade. I would be here for it though, because Giselle deserves to be shaded. Oh, Bozo has been. I mean, I'm not giving them too much because I can be a piece of shit when I choose to be. I mean, that would be nice. You know, I, it would be nice if I if I could believe that the producers were on my level of petty, because that's definitely some shit I would be like. Mm. They say even now they paid it for Michael dragging so, his ass. Well, I'm here for it. Same, because they need to get they need to get Dobby the touchy feely up out of here. Dobby the touchy <laughs> never changed, Kurt. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> After I seen that shit, I had to drop my head and lay my head on the pillow and like my Darby. <laughs> God damn. Golly. That shit messed me up. Darby the grab like it's okay. And my husband was girl bye. He grabbing man ass more than he grabbing your titties, girl. We know why you mad. <laughs> it is with all that bullshit right you know, like girl that man no is 30 years no older than you we, we know, know what the deal is already know you. okay Child. oh i think she'd be in the closet looking her damn self they ain't in no they ain't in nobody's closet <laughs> okay back to that they ain't in nobody's closet you don't say shit like that publicly and be trying to act like you in the closet it's gonna be okay. while, the, while cameras yeah, rolling and understand. shit like that Listen, Candace, I mean, not Candace, Ashley be doing like Crystal from the Reed. She be handing out NDAs. Yeah. Listen. And that's the only problem. You grab some ass before she can hand out the NDA. Now y'all all all in legal trouble. Exactly. (laughs) I can't say anything. What I be saying, if you're going to fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. Well, we know she's not capable. Look at her mama. Well, that's true. Well, that was a conversation exactly. that was weird. I as seen well. the, when I seen the mama, I was like, what Listen, this? Candace mama was like, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> a puffer fish. That's exactly what her mama looked like. But, um, Ashley was all over the place. So she, before we get to Ashley, sorry, because I want to, I just, I want to see what y'all have to say about this. So Robin is getting her hair done, which. Mm. Uh, okay. Mm. If that's been your hairstylist for 15 years, you need to whoop her ass. Okay. I can only think chair. of a few occasions where your hair actually has looked amazing within the, the several seasons this show has been on. Mm. And this is not one of them. No, it is no. not. Mm-mm. And not even what was happening in the chair was that. She gave you that goddamn Tamala man hair. Uh, oh, take me to the king. Uh-huh. You don't have much to bring, and we could tell. Take Literally. me to the flat iron. <laughs> Take me anywhere. Let me, go. Let me go. Yeah, but you can tell she's been going to her for fifteen years because she just just talked too fucking much. Yeah. She said, "If I die, if you die, what I'm gonna do for a hairdresser?" I said, "Girl, she gonna find another one. A good one." <laughs> <laughs> You gonna actually get your hair done and it look good, maybe? Okay. That's what happened. But um, she tells the hairdresser that Juan wants to have a baby girl, mm. and the hairdresser's like, "Yeah, girl, get you a baby." Da-da-da-da. And Robin's like, "Um, 
can we talk about like getting remarried or something first? And I didn't disagree. Like, I think it's hella strange. I mean, y'all's situation is already weird enough. And I say weird because it don't look like y'all know what the fuck y'all doing. Like y'all are like roommates with benefits and it's just, it's weird to me. Co-parenting roommates with benefits. I watched that shit and I was like, girl, that motherfucker, this how he know, this how I know you pussy because a nigga couldn't, Juan couldn't feel comfortable letting the word baby fall out his mouth to me while we still shacking up. We done been married, divorced, got two kids living in this small ass condo and shit. You talking about having a baby girl. You are old in the, first of all, the, again, these ladies are not spring chickens. Candace, Candace and Ashley are probably the youngest ones on the show. Right. You talking about having a baby girl in your fucking 40s. Mm. That's all I can say. With a nigga that won't commit. <laughs> With a nigga that won't tell you he love you without you begging. Oh, damn. I'm still embarrassed secondhand for her on that. But yeah, strange, but we'll see. Because once she said that, then the hairdresser was like, oh, no, girl. <laughs> mm. Like, I thought y'all was like together, together. He's still playing with you? No. But just like Candace said, you pussy, because Rob, I mean Robin, because uh, Juan been playing, this is what, the second season in a row, Rob, Juan been playing with her? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna keep playing with okay. Robin Dixon is 40 years old. Mm. Okay, you talking about having a baby girl at 40 years old mm. Mm. with a nigga that you had you've divorced and are back shacking up with, but he's not fully committed because just last season or the season before he was going out on dates with other women. Mm. Yep. Okay. And it's not even you want to have a baby. He want to have a baby. Mm. And it seems to me he he's only interested in all his kids having the same mother. Pretty much. But that's just my theory. We're gonna see what happens. Um, Ashley goes to therapy because mm. she wants to be strong for Michael in his time of fuck shit. And she, this is where I really, they really lost me because this girl, listen, admits that she sees her husband as a paternal figure in addition to being her husband. And I, I know they can't get deep into the therapy on the show because of, you know, regulations and whatnot. But I really hope that either that therapist or another therapist sat down and had a conversation about the fact that you in your mind the recesses of your mind if you peel all the layers back basically what you are thinking and how you are operating is that you are married to and fucking your father like your daddy issues are so deep and long you have married an ancient spirit of homosexual and you are going through all types of hell with this man because of all of your deep-seated daddy issues. Girl, you hey. out here looking bad. You out here looking the fuck stupid. Well, her mama ain't being honest about a lot of things either. That's true, because mama and the blowfish over there. Over mm. there playing, playing games. <laughs> playing games. 
the daddy got a damn, she can email the daddy, but the daddy can't do something with the daughter. Well, he I don't want to have nothing to do with her, but he still want to have something to do with the mama. Listen, Ashley and uh, Imani from uh, Married to Medicine LA must have the same daddy. Because <laughs> 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 what's that shit about? Like, know that your kid is alive and present and just flat out making We're the decision saying, to yeah. not be involved in their life. Oh, Even God. though they're like, I don't want nothing from you. I forgive you for not being there for me. I just want to have a relationship now. And these niggas still like, nah, bitch, fuck you. Okay. I'm just gonna say this. That shit is that mama know a little bit more that she ain't telling. Ooh. Well. That's all I that's the only thing I could think because there's no way, even if you just give them like two seconds, that's fine. You giving no you, you giving men too much credit. Men really is pieces no, of I, shit the way I, her I daddy is. That, but he could be a pain in the ass, but I think the mama need to come a little bit more clean. Ain't nothing the mama could do. Shit, that nigga don't want nothing to do with his daughter, and that's on him. That ain't got nothing to do with the mama. Because at the very least, even if she trashed with her homeless ass, she, st- she raised her goddamn daughter. That nigga ran off into the sunset and is blocking his child on on social media when she reached out to him. That ain't the mama problem. And I do not, I don't like her mama at all. But he just a piece of trash. And I guarantee you, he and he white. And so I pretty much could put the pieces together about that. He went and got a black woman pregnant, and his family was like, "Oh fuck no!" And he was like, "You know what? Good luck to you and that uh, mixed ass baby girl. Bye." And that's just been. The end of conversation since well, then. She, the, I see your point. Trash. I still got my own point. And then maybe her ass just need to move on. No, she I mean, definitely needs to move on. She definitely needs to move that's on. around her. That's now she I'm... she talking about going to wherever he lived. Was it Georgia somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, don't pop up on me, bitch. Oh, I don't care if I am a deadbeat dad. Don't, don't pop up on me. Coming to my dog. Listen, that's, how, that's how you get shot. <laughs> but don't that pop up on me. That's how you get killed. Okay. Don't, don't pop up on me. Dead be dead or not. If I ain't trying to, if I'm blocking you on social media, what the fuck make you think I want you coming to see me? Like, honestly, him blocking you on Facebook just for reaching out should be the answer that you need. Like, what more yeah. do you need? You but want him they, to say the shit to your face? Like, girl. Based on stupid. that, based on that therapy session, though, she is a fucking mess. And yeah, this is what happens when parents aren't where they need to be to get their kids where they need to be. They end up a hot fucking mess. Her mom is a hot mess. Been one her whole life running from man to man. Don't make them be held accountable for anything. I mean, I cannot, I absolutely believe that Ashley's dad is a piece of shit because her mom seemed to like piece of shit ass men. I mean, when her and Ashley got into it last season, she was laying up with a nigga who wasn't trying to pay no bills or help them not be homeless. They was trying to live with Ashley. So her her poor decisions and her the mama's lack of emotional stability or whatever the case, it definitely spilled over into Ashley because Ashley is a fucking mess. If you could, you married a man that you look at as a father figure, girl, you are, you are off your rocker. You off your rocker. You, that's not, listen, when that therapist said, that's not your daddy, that's your husband. That's it. That's all. That's not your daddy. That's your husband. Mm. How do you even lay with him feeling like you there's a paternal connection there? 
that's creepy. As and I'm not even yeah, and I'm yeah, not even yeah. talking about the age difference because younger women do like older men, but a lot of times it's for the financial gain. You was looking for a dad in this man. That's weird to me. You wasn't looking for a come up. But you wasn't look, that though, You wasn't because looking to be kept. Thing. A lot of times, younger women, we we didn't. I didn't. They don't see that. They be looking for that maternal thing. They not. They don't look for it to be. No, a lot of a lot yeah. of women get sugar daddies because they want the money. What Ashley doing is some she completely sick shit That's that she saying. needs That's some help healthy. with. She needs some she help know with it's that. Not healthy. Now, if she would have just said he had the money and I had the honey, and we got together, <laughs> and we and we did what we doing, it would be different. But to lay with somebody that you see as a father figure, that is very that very creepy. Me his ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. that to suck dick and everything. That's a lot of that's oh, a lot of creepy. Well, look at you being being very generous at Wana, and not <laughs> is. <laughs> Has sucked some ding ding. I forgot he about is currently the grinder, the grinder yeah. profile and the sending nudes to men overseas and all that kind of shit. Like you, let me are tell you something. Once a dick sucker, always a dick sucker. He ain't stopped, baby. That man <laughs> do what he do, and it ain't like I said. Okay. My my, she needs some help. She needs she some needs, real help. Well, and then, and she? then technically, thirty. She's like 30. So what that's like 25, 26. He's 60. No, he's 69. 69. Oh, that thing don't get her. No, 59. Sorry, 59. He's he's 29 years older than her. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. That's a lot of years when and and it's a lot to take in when you sitting up here saying that you look at this man like a a father figure. That's beyond a lot of years. That's a lot of dysfunction. Okay. That's a lot of a lot of dysfunction. Yeah, because ain't nobody gonna figure that out. She's gonna have to figure that out on her. It's a lot of disgusting. So but I mean, maybe she's convinced herself that if she sees her father or convinces him, I'm uh confronts him in person, then that'll help her get over feeling that way about Michael. But I don't have nothing for you, I don't have luck. Good or bad, I'm just here for the mess, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest on that. Uh, so speaking of mess, um, Candace and Chris go to dinner with Karen and Ray and Monique and her Chris. Um, I could my whole life without seeing Karen suck oysters out the half shell. There's <laughs> that, and there's also Candace, sweetie. What's why don't you know how to order your steak, baby? And you married to a chef. You married mm. to a chef, and you you supposedly used to the finer things. She said, "What's the steak between medium rare and medium well?" And Chris said, "Uh, medium." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl. Mm. Why are you always embarrassing that poor man like this? <laughs> mm. Because I'm on pay the bills. Well, you know what? Never mind. Let me retract that because he did embarrass the fuck out of you at y'all's wedding with that vanilla ice shit that he did. So never mind. Continue to make him look stupid by you being stupid. Yeah, exactly. Y'all are equally yoked. I don't listen. I full. I wholeheartedly support getting Ashley out the paint with her bullshit this season. But if you can't even go to a couple's dinner. And not act like you have a super hard on for what Ashley and Michael got going on. You need to sit down. 
And a part of that is because you so miserable in what you got going on with your own mom that you would rather try to sweep around somebody else's back porch than your own because mm. I'm not about to talk about these motherfuckers while we having a couple's night out. I don't care. <laughs> right. Mm. But we did get some tea and so the alleged incident happened at the rainbow party which mm. I did not realize. I don't know why I thought it happened somewhere else, but in that time when they were trying to take pictures and Ashley came back, Michael, they were like, oh, did he go down to the basement or something? Why are you going to the basement of somebody else's house during a party? And they were like, well, don't y'all have cameras down there? Like, they trying to get down to the root and see what happened. Mm-hmm. Which, and I'm not mad at that. Like, it's it's... If you do some shit that you got <laughs> charges uh, filed on, I, I'm probably going to be a little bit nosy and see if I can find out what happened. And then we find out that Candace's Chris is like being called on as a witness. Mm-hmm. Now, he's saying he didn't see what happened, but I don't listen. It's a lot going on, Ashley. But I agree with Candace like. The fact that y'all can't have a night out as couples without talking about this shit with such glee. A little bit strange, a little weird, a little weird. But at the same time, we have to remember production. And when they have these scenes, obviously they have these things in mind for them to discuss. After the cameras turned off, they probably went on and had a normal dinner, not talking about that shit. But. I mean, it is kind of the talk of the town. And like you said before, Ashley is getting her come up and she getting everything that she's dished out over the season. So it's almost like had they gotten together and not discussed it, especially with her, them juxtaposing that with the scene with her, with her mom and all that stuff. It might have been strange if they didn't talk about it. But I think it's still weird either way. Agreed. Um, right. Let me tell you something. I just mm. Ray came to shade. <laughs> so I was there, I was here for that. But then Karen ruined it trying to be sexy. And I just like leave us alone, Karen. We don't Please. care. We, we don't do care. care. Like, girl, your husband is not that much younger than you than Ashley's is. <laughs> so it's just like you know what I'm saying? Like, your husband is is 17 years older than, than you too. Two years younger than your father. Leave us out of the equation. That's all I ask. And get your wigs together, which I don't know if you're capable of. Because I was going to say she if she ain't got them by now. Then I don't I don't know if she has that that within her. But mm. try, try. Mm. Is she capable of trying? I don't know. But that was pretty much it. So. Uh, we're on episode 11, but we still got plenty of mess because I think they go up to at least 16 episodes. So mm-hmm. we still got five and we still haven't even really gotten to the root with the shit with Michael. So and we still don't know who he made that, which husband he made that comment about. I feel like they cannot end the season yeah. without us finding out which Listen. husband he was talking about. Listen, so who y'all exactly. got our money on now? Wow. I'm curious. Okay, Jeremy, say Juan. Candace, what say you? Juan. Mama White Diamonds, who you think? Juan. Okay, we all think Juan. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. 
And there's something about the way they shot that. And when that scene with them together and Juan was like hella uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, granted, Michael was saying some wild shit because he was talking about grabbing Ray's ass in that conversation with Juan. Mm-hmm. But Juan, um, Juan was like, Juan turned into that um, gift of Homer Simpson shape going back into the bushes. He truly did. Mm. He was like, this old freaky white man, I'm not safe. <laughs> Juan was like, let me cover my drink. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame you on because clearly this white man ain't got no scruples. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have no boundaries. No, no home training, nothing. He trying to he trying to slurp up everybody. Mm. Hide your husbands and they dicks because he's sucking everybody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Michael Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I just yeah. mm. what yeah. that's it. So come on, Kelly, and take us up out of here. Come on, here we are, Black Ink Chicago, episode 18, deja vu. Look who done it must be hey. two fantasies. Hey, <laughs> I can't believe this growth. She actually knows the episode number and title. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, the show out for Mama White Diamond. Clearly, no, no me. I'm me. back to bullshit She's next week. To tell her episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> episode I, so I'm gonna look at today. I'm gonna start this off with why did Evan need to come in that goddamn bar with that rat ass <sighs> of a fur coat on? She okay? should. She swear she was stunting too. Why is Evanita? Well, we can start there. First of all, let me say this, Bella. You are a bozo, okay? <laughs> because if you don't know when you are being a pawn in somebody's bullshit, I see why you don't understand when niggas fucking duck you and ghost you and shit like that. I I see Ooh. why. You have so much struggle and strife in your goddamn life because you're stupid. There is no way in hell Lily should have invited Evanita any fucking where to talk to you about any fucking thing. Nope. And then when she come, they get she giving you tea and gossip. Child, let me listen. And you eating it up. Evanita said that Van and Charmaine fucked on that that Las Vegas trip where. <clears throat> where Evanita beat up uh, Bella. Bella. You How get tea from somebody that beat you up, Bella girl? What did you do? No, not even that. If you put two and two together, how was Charmaine fucking Van when Evanita was fucking Van before Jen got to fucking Las Vegas? Mm. Which is oh, why Evanita was having that fucking meltdown because Van wouldn't give her the time of day once Jen showed up. Girl, come with the hard hitting. If you gon' if you gonna be a bone collector and a bone carrier, at least do the shit like you supposed to fucking do it. If you gonna fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. You is a big old big dummy, bitch. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You is a big you is a you a dummy, bitch. Like Monique said in <laughs> Precious, you's a dummy, bitch. <laughs> you ain't gonna never amount to shit, mm. <laughs> bitch. Okay, because I would have been like, girl, I don't give a fuck what happened in Vegas. Where's my three-piece uh, wing special with cold that part, yeah. Let me tell with you extra something. sauce on it. Girl, I don't give a fuck about who was fucking who. I remember you knocked some motherfucking chicken out my hand, bitch. That part. I don't give a fuck I, who fucking who. Where's my money 
for my fucking chicken or bitch out if we if i see you and you knock some chicken out of my hand even three things gonna happen either i'm gonna beat your ass you're gonna give me my money or you're gonna give me the chicken or all three and in her stupidity she invites evanita to charmaine's welcome back party how you invite somebody to a party that ain't yours no, why would you invite the bitch that your boss cheated with, who beat you up, knocked your chicken out your hand, snatched your drawstring ponytail off, mm. to <laughs> your place of employment where your boss and his fiance are going to be? You was just complaining about not being able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And need more money, so you would, and you you're not about to be making no meat, bitch. You about mm. to become a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, listen. As as Curtis pointed out <laughs> in the pregame, everybody but Ryan is developmentally delayed on this show <laughs> <laughs> because the first like common sense would say, you know what. Okay, thank you for this information, but I don't care. I I go to work to do my job and go home and raise my kid. I just want my check. That part. And imagine plotting with your friend, the racist Mexican bitch that just got fired. You're going to take somebody who just got fired and somebody who causing drama in the shop to a party at your current job. You don't deserve a job, Bella. At all. No, she do not. You don't even do the job. Ain't she supposed to be the receptionist? I ain't seen her recept nothing. Mm. I ain't seen you answer a phone yet, bitch. The only thing you you answering is the only thing you've answered is Evanita's fists. Uh, Well, and 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 Jet's dick. And then got ghosted. How you Mm. get fucked and ducked by somebody that works? How you get how you get ghosted by somebody at work next door to you? Mm. Boy, I know you fucking lying. Listen. Mm. I know, I know Bella Bozo. I know that much. Jet when Charm like, I've had better. <laughs> no, yeah, Jet was like, uh I'm good, love that, enjoy. That little thing went Yankee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when Charmaine showed up to the shop, <laughs> first thing that I thought was why correct and then when van and don proceeded to clock her as well and say listen if you're gonna be the celebrity concierge bitch you're gonna need to bring some celebrities in this motherfucker mm. okay because when they her whole car and was like you listen, just took a picture with a celebrity 15 minutes ago outside listen when charmaine when don said charmaine just took a picture with little bibby in the same suit she got on right now not even 15 minutes ago, but didn't think to bring him into the shop and introduce him to the artist. Mm. That was the wildest shit ever to me. And this is how you know that Charmaine is literally just here because she has the contract with Big Fish. She is not at all interested in bringing any fucking type of celebrity to the old Nine Mag at all. No shit or any nine mag. She just there for missing, like you said, because she well, got a contract. I don't think it's fair to say any nine mag because she's not allowed at the other nine mag. So. Well, that's true. Yeah, only that's the true. old nine mag. Ryan, that's true. listen, Ryan said it when he was getting to the bag with the Chicago uh, white, the white the socks. The white socks, yeah. 
He was like, I don't need no fucking celebrity concierge. I'm going to get mine. And he has. Listen, Ryan is getting to the bag, and he's running a new 9 mag completely different, which I'm glad to see. However, he's still a bogo. Standing by while the old 9 mag is falling apart at the seams, to me, it's terrible business acumen because 9 mag is your brand, and you've made that perfectly clear over and over and over and over and over again. 9 mag is yours. With mm. that being said, why are you watching? The old nine mag burning flames when your name is attached to it. When that motherfucking lawsuit came for Van Johnson, big ass, it also came to Ryan Henry of nine mag. Yeah. And uh, who the, the white girl and Brittany stupid ass don't try to tell him that like, nigga, I know you trying to get your petty on and be like, I mean, y'all said I was the problem, but look what all that happened. But this is still bad business acumen. It still falls back on you either yeah. way. At the end of the day, because Van ain't Van don't got what that person is asking for in that lawsuit, which is money of any kind. He ain't got it. Nope. Mm. He he ain't got it. With that with little money he had, that motherfucker went and got him a black on black Matt Mercedes baby mama truck. Mm -hmm. Your big ass in that little ass crossover SUV. A SUV and an SUV, bitch. This is inception. <laughs> well, didn't somebody that no. But didn't Bella and uh, Evanita say that like, he not that big, actually? Like, he not that tall? <laughs> yeah. No, he, yeah, he's not big at all. I told you he looked like a, um, he looked like a tumor. He just short and fat. He mm. not tall at all. He wide. That's mm, all outside. Listen, which, speaking of, Charmaine, you a scary bitch. You literally... Like, not even days after Lily was fired, ran your ass back to the shop to come get that job back. That ain't really a job because you weren't really doing shit, but whatever. Mm. Girl, you let... Listen. Mm. You let a bitch built like a can of refried beans run you up out of the old nine mag, which Imagine. you have fought and screamed to be a part of for all these fucking years. You let Lily run you out that motherfucker. Imagine getting chased off by a chalupa. Listen. I can't. Im listen, imagine getting chased off by motherfucking Swiper the Fox. Okay? Like, you really let this motherfucker who is... She definitely is built like a gordita. <laughs> Bitch built like a soggy taco. And you let her... <laughs> you let her play you... Charmaine, I know you fucking lying. She got Case a soggy taco. Looking like a quesadilla, quesadilla need your ass whoop, stupid mm -hmm. bitch. I'm glad you got fired. But Charmaine, you was one scary bitch. Like, you was way too, you got way too much mouth. You got way too many opinions to be as scary as you are. Mm. That bitch wouldn't have been able to run me out of shit. I would have been in the old nine mag making her life motherfucking miserable. Mm -hmm. I would have been making her miserable. I would have been misplacing her tools and shit. I would have been, I would have mm -hmm. been fucking with her to fucking with her. You gonna try to fuck with me and mine? Cool, game on. Mm -hmm. She would have, she would have quit before she got fired fucking with me because I would have made her life a living hell in that shop. I'd have made her life a living hell to the point where she put her hands on me again, and then I would have what? Press charges. Yep. You going mm -hmm. to jail, bitch? Boop, Period. Boop, boop. The cartel gonna find your ass now. <laughs> Listen, I would have. I you you would have you would end up hating me because she would have quit long before she got fired, and I mean that. But mm. 
Speaking of stupid motherfuckers who need to be fired, Van. Mm. Take take that take that mask off. You don't know too much and nothing about what your daughter going on. And every time we see your daughter on the show, you don't know what the fuck is going on with her. You are completely out of touch with your teenage daughter. You didn't know her college plans. You didn't know when she was failing gym. You didn't know when she was failing science. You didn't know when she was uh smoking weed. You ain't know she was going on dates. You didn't know she had a boyfriend that was 19. You don't know shit about your own child. I could tell that girl don't be with you as much as you like to have us believe. Because I bet you her mama know every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Her, mama, her mama is the only active parent besides Jen and Van. I mean, Jen and uh, Ryan. <laughs> My bad. Because she, and then this how I know you stupid motherfucker talking about you ain't go to college. And we can tell, bitch. First of all, <laughs> that girl, you took her on some college tour visits. Whoopie, good shit. Well, if you have kids and they want to go to college, we'll all end up doing it. However, when she told you she wants to go to the National Guard and then let the government pay for her to go to college so she don't have to incur student loans and debt, and you got mad, what kind of bozo are you? You stupid motherfucker. Stupid motherfucker. This young lady has a plan. Hello? A, a valid one. Yes. A smart one. I wish I could have pushed that plan on. I was too fat to go to the National Guard. I was not finna play with the motherfuckers. Like, they could, they were, listen, they tried recruiting me so hard when I was in high school. And the guy, like, yeah, we could start working out with you, get the weight off. I'm not doing none of that motherfucker. I'm going straight on to college. Fuck the National Reserve, the National Guard, whatever the case may be. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. But your daughter is she's in the right shape. She she in the right shape and everything. She she making sure that she does not end up in six figure student loan debt like so many other Americans. And you mad, man? You and you mad and talking shit, talking about oh no, I don't know about that. I'm on the fence. They said people got deployed to Afghanistan last time. What would we do? Matter of fact, she want to learn how to shoot weapons. She want to be trained in hand-to-hand combat. She really want to. She wants to go. Those are the type of people that need to be in the military versus motherfuckers going because you know they getting drafted or whatever the case may be. She is a perfect candidate for what she is signing up for. She she wants to learn. And it's the National Guard. Like, it's not even like the army or anything. It's not even active military duty. I mean, mean, for God's sakes, she wouldn't even be active military. She would just be doing her training and shit, learning what she needs to learn. And in the meantime, going to college for free. The thing that really irritates me about Van is like, he tries to be like so like, I'm just old protective of my daughter, but you are you don't even know what the fuck be going on with your daughter. Like, cut the shit. Stop playing in our fucking faces. You only overprotective when you need some screen time or a story or a storyline so you can act like father of the year. Fuck you, man. Because yep. the only other thing you do is cheat on Jen. So mm. exactly. You don't do anything else worth of value. You can't tattoo. You got two fucking law, or you got a lawsuit, and you got a disgruntled customer who probably the only reason he ain't suing your ass too is because they brought him on the show and he got a check. Mm-hmm. 
and a free tattoo from Ryan. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm in my office. Listen, I got you. They was like, you want another tattoo? He was like, yeah, but I want the boss man to do it. And I don't blame you. Get your money, sir. Because he probably knew he wasn't going to be able to get shit out of Van. Right. He ain't got shit. Because he ain't got shit. They ain't never going to have shit. And not once did I hear you say, no, nah, baby, you ain't got to worry about uh, paying for college. I got that handled. So why are you mad at your daughter for having a plan? A plan that she's had, from what I remember, for a year already. You mad she got a plan to pay for college. Where? What's your plan to pay for college? You bought her an expensive used car that she don't need. You could have got her a fucking Corolla. That could have been books for a couple of semesters. Well, I mean, you're probably paying a note on it, so. Yeah. I yep. just, I don't get it. And neither does he. He just performing for the cameras. Exactly. Yeah, he just being, he being and a dumbass like He needs to sit his ass down. I'm going to some motherfucking weight. Mm. Well, that ain't never going to happen. He always going to be. Eat, look, eat lightly. That ain't, I mean, he's, he's still getting, he's still getting pussy thrown to him. So that's not going to happen. Right. Oh, um, wow. I feel sorry for the pussy that's coming. <laughs> they put a rubber on it. Man, they sure. not. Don't, what are you saying? Don't take that shit personal. Why are you, why are you upset though? The pussy that's been throwing itself at him is right here on the show. Listen. Jen and Evanita. And whatever he did, whatever, however he bewitched um, Evanita to, to the point where months later she want to come and start trying to start shit. Some shit again. Like, girl, ain't no way in hell you're going to tell me the dick was that good that you want to come back. I told Candace I'm not even a really big fan of that show because they full of shit. Mm. Well, they full of shit on all the shows, so I don't know. <laughs> but they, they go hard on, on this show. Uh, I think they go a little bit harder, and I think they need to get their shit together and stop having motherfuckers throwing glass and shit through the window and stop turning it up like that. Uh-huh. I'm out. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm out. Because that's just my opinion, and I just be like, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. That to me, I I am I have confusion about that whole thing because I he must have ate her ass. That's the only it's thing I can think of. It's eight, but it's the same shit. Speaking of eating ass, <laughs> hey, Ashley. Don. Mm. What Don did for Ashley would have been so beautiful if he didn't have to cheat 23 times before he got there. Yeah. Mama White Diamond's gone. She says she don't watch uh, Black Ink like Chicago, so she nerve. she get she gone. <laughs> 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 she left. They don't play to her face too much. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm not even mad because I I do the same thing with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So uh, I just I I don't have anything for that. That would be an amazing gesture had you led with that, but you led with outside babies. Listen. Cheating, you, you took her on the shit. full lemonade ride with none of the Jay Z money, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. and then after I just gave you a non congratulations about y'all anniversary, <laughs> here you fucking go playing in my goddamn face just to spite me, apparently. 
talking yeah. about I want to renew my vow. I want to go to the motherfucking Serengeti. I want to go to Africa and take part of their code. Why are you taking that middle mouth bitch to fucking Africa to remarry her? Why? Just when we know you how you go from how you go from getting denied for a million dollar house that you had no business applying for in the first place. Listen to spending up whatever little money you did have saved up for a down payment. You're gonna spend all of the money and go renew your vows in Africa. Just so you're gonna go and cheat again. You gonna cheat again. Because that's going to happen. And then here go Ashley's stupid ass. Oh, he finally is the man that I wanted. Is no, he's he? Not. How he long have you been shady? And then Big Fish is so Big Fish slash what VH1 is so shady because she's saying all that shit. And what they do, they rolled that beautiful bean footage back to him cheating on them on her on their wedding day. Yep. You he cheated on you the night before y'all got married. Destroyed y'all's wedding. Now, granted, they showed that clip while he was talking about renewing the vows, but still, you on here looking fucking stupid. I understand forgiveness moving on. I understand that a lot of people have been brainwashed to feel like marriage means that you got to be basically breaking broken down to the epitome of nothingness before you can call it quits. I get all that, but girl, you look fucking stupid on here. And you always gonna look fucking stupid. No, you always you may not always look stupid, but you always gonna look like Ashley. Which that in itself is stupid. Nah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, I, just, I just don't care. I you know, I just do not care. Cause he like, gonna we know he gonna keep cheating. Like the more notoriety he get, the finer he get, the older he get with that gray coming in on that beard. The more temptation he gonna get, because we've done all of we've done this song and dance with Don before. Yep, wasn't that two seasons ago? I'm a reform man. I'm a change man. And what he do? Cheat on Snapchat, <laughs> cheating with handcuffs. Mm-hmm. He freaky cheating. He ain't even doing the regular. He ain't even just doing. Mich- he ain't trying to get a nut and go. He was he was on some keep you around type shit. Okay, he was on some wild shit. All right, and he wasn't paying for it, yeah, which means they had to build up to that point <laughs> for him to record and for her to have handcuffs on. He didn't just meet that bitch yesterday. Nope. And here y'all go uh, all of this. It hasn't even been that long. Like, has he even had proper opportunity to prove that he's changed? Girl, you done moved all the way to Texas. You done took one of the kids. You done came back. The baby done got scalded in the... Like, y'all got a lot going on. Y'all really needed to take some opportunities to just evaluate and be honest with yourselves about what y'all want. Because like I said, however many episodes ago that was, I don't see love when I see Don and Ashley. I see infatuation with familiarity mm-hmm. i see an unwillingness to let go of that security blanket in the form of another person right and y'all doing everything in y'all power to try to solidify something that's not really there y'all done had kids y'all done bought a house y'all done got married y'all done did this that and the other going to church doing everything in your power trying to hopefully dig up some love that y'all perpetrating that y'all have. I don't doubt that y'all love each other, but 
y'all not in love with each other. I don't see it. I've never seen it, to be quite honest. Yeah. It just kind of looked like y'all both afraid to start over. And so y'all just going like, through the motions well, to go I'm through the motions. Gonna say that. I'm going to be a little bit more of a piece of shit in the shit. I feel like he does not want to start over with someone else building. And I feel like she does not want to give up that fine ass man. But you might as well if he giving dick to everybody else. It, well, I'm not. If you care about him giving dick to everybody else, which you clearly do. Mm. But this shit right here, like, stop playing in our faces. Stop playing in our faces. Because what I see is akin to Joe Budden. What I see is a rebrand bef happening before our eyes. Because now the nigga trying to get into acting. He trying to clean up his image. You're not fooling me, baby boy. Because, mm. again, the more notoriety you get, the more stage plays that you in when you walking on stage and nothing but your drawers looking sexy as shit, the more temptation you're going to have. You're not fooling me. And the and shit we, in your blood. Your brother a cheating ass nigga, too. I was going to say, we know you, not only that, we know you ain't going to resist it because, one, you a nigga, two, it's in your blood, and three, you with Ashley. Again, I, I feel like he loves Ashley. I don't feel like he's ever been in love with Ashley. Everything was, are you happy now, Ashley, damn. Y'all yeah. whole relationship. That has been the energy. You have always yeah. had way more energy in that relationship than him. But whatever, yeah. you know, y'all about to spend up all the little money that y'all had taking yourselves and them <clears throat> kids and whoever else <laughs> to fucking Africa to get married again. Whatever. Fuck y'all. <laughs> he don't even know you enough to pick out a ring that you would like. <clears throat> Talk about it. Mm. So, I mean... That that tells me a lot ex. because the whole well maybe let her pick out her own ring. A lot of you know a big thing about rings is that your person has paid enough attention to what you like, what you love, that they could pick out something that they know you would love forever. So the fact that he did not do that the first time around and is in incapable of doing it this time around. What are you sticking around for? You a lonely, you a lonely ass battle axe. Shout out to Mama D. Uh, mm -hmm. Just sticking around, going through the motions because he's attractive. Meanwhile, he cannot give you any of the things that you want. You want a big old house. He can't give that to you. You want a strong man, a leader. He's not capable of that. You literally are not. What are you getting out of this other than a fine man that's probably got some good dick? And I get it. A lot of people would go through probably a whole lot more than you have to be able to have a man that looks like Don on their arm. And I ain't saying Don is the finest nigga on the planet. But he ain't nothing to, to um, sneeze at either. Like Don is attractive. We can we can admit that. Yeah. He ain't attractive enough for you to be going through all of this though. But she wanna go through all this codependency as a motherfucker. I mean, apparently. 
Because I'm like, girl, I know it's somebody out there that that will love you, braces and all. Bad attitude and all. I'm not even going to say that. Because I don't know if I truly believe she got a bad attitude. Because, again, you want something from this man that he has never presented himself as being able to provide. So, of course, you're going to have a bad attitude because you thinking I'm in a monogamous relationship. Meanwhile, this nigga done had a baby on you. He done cheated multiple times. He did, he works with a bitch that he cheated on you with every day. And I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If Don walked up to Charmaine right now and was like, let's fuck. Guess who pulling their panties to the side? Well, she probably ain't wearing no panties. But um, guess who been in the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neek. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Don, Neek. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And I'm straight as hell, but that's a no-brainer. Are you? (laughs) 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 Sorry, you set yourself up for that one. I mean, it wouldn't be you if you didn't take the alley oop. It's fine. Don't make this about me, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Them awards made this about you, nigga. What I just said. Because that 53% that you got. Oh, fuck them. They troll. Fuck them. The 53% that you got. Ought to tell you enough. Mm. You is trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was talking about Jim being developmentally delayed and how, how she... the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forgot we even talked about her. Oh, Mr. Yeah. looking ass. That mo- that how is she a just, she ooh. is she ooh. is a she is. Mm. I don't okay, know so how do you me, how do you let that bitch how do you let Evanita get under your skin when you was in Vegas? So, so I wanted to ask y'all this: Do y'all think that that's really her? She be putting on for the show because I'm kind of leaning towards she be putting on for the show. No, I think she's stupid for real. She's she's a dumb bitch for real. I think she's stupid, but to that extreme, like I, the whole time I watched, like I just was like, do, do, when, do it be all this when you when you are not emotionally intelligent, you don't have critical thinking skills it doesn't take very much to get the engine roaring for your stupidity it really doesn't because she doesn't have any critical thinking skills remember we saw the bitch try to break into van apartment and and damn near get caught oh yeah (laughs) i do remember because she wanted to write because she wanted shoes yeah and and she almost got caught because the bitch wanted to write on his table with ketchup (laughs) god damn she was stupid She's really fucking stupid and she's really easy to get. It's really easy to get under her skin because she's never she she probably has never been privy to people with high emotional IQs that know how to handle themselves better. How would you like again, if I'm thinking like the three of us, if somebody was to come to one of us and be like, oh, yeah, your partner was was fucking this person while 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 we was in Vegas. And the first thing on my mind is going to be, well, when the fuck did they do it? Because I was there, too. And I I couldn't think of a time where his dick wasn't sloshing in and out of me while we was in Vegas. So when was this? When did this happen? And it was sloshing in and out of you before I got there. Right. So you trying to throw somebody else under the bus when, bitch, you was fucking my man. And then I got there and was fucking my man. So when did this person have time to be fucking van? Listen, I we we have said before that Charmaine and Kat 
you know, have, you know, know how to get around the shop and shit like that. But I do not believe that Van and Charmaine fucked specifically in that Vegas trip. It was way too much going on. Mm-hmm. Evanita was fucking Van. And then when Jen showed up, Jen started fucking Van, which pissed Evanita off. And that's why she ended up beating up Bella and shit. Because she was mad that Van didn't have no rap for her once Jen got there. So for you to even be flying off the handle, if you was a real bitch, if you was a real ass bitch, but we know you ain't no real ass bitch because you with Van and you didn't let this little fat slob piece of mucus cheat on you all throughout these fucking seasons. But if you was a real ass bitch, you would have laughed in that girl's face. You should have been like, oh, for real, she did. I hope she enjoyed it the way I be enjoying it. And the way you enjoyed it, sis, mm-hmm. we should all get together and compare notes since we is motherfucking sister wives. We yeah. Eskimo sisters. If she was a real bitch, she would have been like, well, let's get Nico over here. Let's just get everything out on in the open right now. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, don't just spill the tea with me. Spill it with the whole the whole crew. That's true. <laughs> Nick ass back there. Who believes this bullshit? Nick was like, look, I may not be much. I might look like Flick from A Bug's Life. But what- <laughs> 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 Never mind, I forgot the rest of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to call this episode Flick. <laughs> 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 That is one of the most accurate comparisons you don't ever see. <laughs> no, it's very fucking accurate and very where you where you was going with it was accurate too. Like, yeah, he might not I might he might not be the finest motherfucker, but what we do know is he's a hell of a lot better than Van. And Charmaine and already had the good dick in the shop. She didn't fuck, she fucked, she fucked done. Mm, mm. She already won the race. Yeah. You can't get no higher than number one. Nope. Yeah. Outside of maybe fucking Ryan, but Ryan, we know that ain't gonna never happen. That ain't gonna never happen. Yeah. Boy, Ryan thinks Charmaine is fucking disgusting in general. Yeah, he did yeah. not. He, yeah, no. But like the, the top the top three finest motherfuckers in the shop, you fuck you fuck Don. And you can't fuck for it because they brothers. And Ryan don't want nothing to do with you. So, no, I absolutely do not believe Charmaine would stoop so low as to fuck Van after she didn't have Don's dick. No, I do not. Nope. I absolutely yeah. do not. I don't believe Cause it. Because we, we know why Charmaine was taking them ass whoopings for Don. Because that dick good. Because we seen that video. Mm. Don freaky freaky. So, we know. No, she's not. I don't believe that for a second. And... The fact that Jen was stupid enough to even let Evanita get under her skin, I don't even care. I I cannot stand Van, but you need a realer bitch. Yep. You Not need a only, realer bitch. So the thing that stuck out to me in this whole debacle was the fact that Bella sat up there and did all that grandstanding about I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to be the one. Only for you to sit up there and be the one to deliver the message. Like, I have never seen anybody get played hook, line, and sinker the way Bella did. Like, Evanita had a clear agenda. She played Lily's stupid ass. She played Bella's. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Pooh sent Shay Mack to mm-hmm. her job. Yep. To do that shit to Carly Red. Yep. And honestly, it should, that situation with Bella in that shop should end the same way it did with Shay Mag. 
you need Listen. to be fired, bitch. All you do is bring drama and foolishness into the shop. Yep. Non-stop. We have not seen you do any work. The only work I've seen you do is when they had you picking up donkey shit. Mm. That's the only honest day's work that you've done. And mm. the fact that you got all this time to be messy, like, girl, why are you even at this party? I'm not even trying to be funny, but if you sitting here complaining about not being able to make ends meet, your baby daddy is a coward, don't even want to come meet his daughter. Sweetie, you need to get you a second job until you can figure things out. You don't have time to be partying. You damn sure don't have time to be messy being somebody's pawn just so she can get back at people because she bored. Like, do y'all realize how fucking stupid y'all look? That girl literally called up Lily, begged to meet with you so that she could fuck with you and have you deliver that message because she was bored and felt like being petty that day. Yep. You are a fucking idiot. Looking the fuck stupid. Yep. Like, my God, how can you be so fucking stupid? Gullible, bitch. You gullible. You you beyond stupid. You fucking gullible. Bella and uh Jen both fucking gullible. Like God, just like a bitch like Evanita wouldn't get under my skin. Cause I would have told her, like, well, how how did Charmaine get a turn when you was too busy sucking my nigga dick the whole time you was in Vegas? Mm. I would have called her right out. Like, I highly doubt Charmaine fuck van because before I got there, you were you were try- you were bouncing his in his lap every chance that you got. Mm. And then when I got there, you were in your feelings because he no longer wanted to be bothered with you. So please, please tell me, oh, great timekeeper, when Charmaine had time to fuck Van between him fucking you and him fucking me and then him being pissy drunk and passing out every chance he fucking got. And while you're doing that, please let us know, oh, great timekeeper, why you waited so long to share this information. Mm-hmm. Because you was getting your ass dragged when you was at that house to the point where you were so upset you m- left and checked into a hotel. That would have been the perfect time to let people know. Oh, I heard Van fucking Charmaine. Mm-hmm. Didn't the, one of the producers in the confessionals call her out on that shit, like asking her why she waited so long? Yeah, yeah. and she just mm-hmm. had a petty reason. And then Big Fish being petty, making it seem like everybody keeping a secret. I just believe that's all for that's all for flair. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. believe for one <clears throat> second that Charmaine and Van did anything. Me. Especially because outside of her being a bozo, Charmaine seems to be really, really happy with Neek. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. She seemed they seem to be really in love with each other. He seems to be really happy with her, aside from this nine mag shit that he he stands by her, but he wished she wouldn't be around them. But she seems to be really, really happy with Neek and not trying to fuck up the relationship or whatever the case may be. So, I like I said, I don't believe for a second that her and Van did anything in in Las Vegas. Could they have done something before then in the past? Who knows? Because they was all fucking and sucking on each other. That was one of their big issues and why old Nymag fell apart. But no, mm-hmm. I do not believe she fucked Van big ass while they was in Vegas. Nobody had time to between Evanita and Jen goofy asses so girl again bella you's a dumb bitch because i'd i would have never but then you had to fess up because you the one invited the bitch because everybody would know why the bitch here 
Yep. yep. Well, I invited her because she had. Okay, bitch, you fired too. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye. Take your ass on. If this job don't, if this job ain't enough for you to keep your motherfucking mouth shut and stay out your boss business, bitch, I don't know what it is. So, mm. and all of this, Ryan is like, here we fucking go. This is Ryan, like, this is exactly why I be over at the other shop. But it's like, no, this is exactly why you need to stop being pussy and have that old nine shop, that old nine mag shop managed properly. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you know, I think it's fair to say that this is just for TV. Like they're gonna let the old nine mag shop continue to flounder because you know it makes for good, good TV, TV. Yeah, because yeah, Ryan is running new nine mag flawlessly. So you know, there's nothing to see over there. He's not playing no games with their asses. So mm-hmm. I think that's all we have. That's it. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. Hope y'all enjoyed and get a, got a lot of bang for your buck today. Yeah, long episode, episode, but it's 100, two-year anniversary. Like, we got a lot of shit to celebrate. We're trying to do the live show, so let's run through that again real quick. In case you did not hear it at the top of the show, we, as a network, Flawless Noises Media Network, are trying to do a live showcase for the one-year anniversary of the network next February. The tentative date will is uh, February 29th, 2020, and it is going to probably be in either Raleigh, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, or Atlanta, Georgia. We will be trying to finalize that so we can come back with some concrete plans. So if you are someone who does not live within a reasonable distance of those three cities and you want to come out and meet up and support us, you have ample opportunity to plan. And it's been a little bit more difficult than we would like because for whatever reason, venues don't believe in communication. But we're working on that on the back end. Um, Let me say this. Shout out to Bree from Mama Meets World. She has taken a big lead role and us spearheading this live show um effort so shout out to her and thank you for everything that you have been doing and continue to do um did i mention the summer giveaway if i didn't then here we go if i did then here's a reminder uh we are doing a summer giveaway we are giving away ratchet ramblings merch each one of us uh, hosts on the show is going to be selecting a winner and we will select the design and we'll have that sent to you so in order to be considered for the giveaway you have to go onto apple podcasts and leave a review a five-star review it cannot be just a rating because those are anonymous for the most part you have to write a review so we know who it is and we'll select the name we'll read it on the air or tweet it or whatever so you can say hey that's me and we'll do that so the period to enter is going to be through labor day we'll pick a winner on labor day or you know somewhere around labor day and then that next week we'll we'll announce the winner it's kind of like a close out of the summer quote unquote and it's just a big way to thank you for supporting this show for the past two years and all the way up through 100 episodes. Again, I'm surprised that people still listen. I'm surprised that we are still able to come on here and talk as much shit as we do. And it's still fun. 
even with the shows being as trash as they are and tragic. <laughs> hmm. But it is what it is. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this. We had fun at the beginning of the episode, just kind of shooting the shit and <laughs> pulling each other's whole card a little bit. We hope that you will consider supporting our live show effort. Like I said, the tickets, we'll let you guys know when they'll be on sale. We don't think that the tickets will be more than like $20, $25. Like we're not trying to gank y'all or nothing like that. So if you need to start saving up coins, then do that like candace said it's hopefully late enough in february that you know y'all will start getting your income taxes so all of that good stuff um so i'm gonna throw it to my illustrious co-hosts on this <laughs> closing of the 100th episode what y'all got any last words parting shade <laughs> no bye niggas see you next week peace Oh, and thank you to Mama White Diamonds for coming through and officially gracing us with her presence. Yes. And shout yeah. out to her for standing up in her shit and being like, fuck Black King Crew Chicago. They stupid. <laughs> Which I can't blame them. Although I know the truth, Mama White Diamonds. You could not wait to get off that microphone so you could go roll up. And you know what? That's fine. I support <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want you to know I see through your bullshit too, just like I see through the, <laughs> the bullshit on these shows. <laughs> Listen, enough was enough. It's time to get. It's time to light up. I'm trying to get lifted. I ain't mad at you because I'm about to do what? The same thing. So we will see y'all next week for a brand new episode.